0: Everybody to Dark Insight, episode number thirty-one for Friday, September the thirtieth. I am your host, Jeremy Greer. I am joined as often as with Charles Turner, aka Vader Van Oden. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. And a returning host, we have Mr. Clifford Goldsmith back in the house.
1: Uh, hello, uh, it's me, Cliff. I'm back I'm back from, from my from my <laughs> holiday.
0: Uh, and I can't make uh, Brian Wade do that accent for very long, or else I will go crazy. Yeah,
1: I, I, I wouldn't be able to hold it for very long. So thank <laughs> you.
0: Uh, Cliff had a wedding to go to, which I think is an English slang for we don't want He doesn't want to do this podcast anymore. So yeah, that seems about accurate. We uh, we invited my friend and everybody's friend, Mr. Brian Wade, onto the podcast. That's me.
1: Hey, Brian, how are you today? Welcome. I am excellent. I got out of work early and I'm recording a podcast and I'm going to go to a fair after, after this and get really drunk. Sweet.
0: Uh, is there going to be like a funnel cake at the fair? That's my favorite thing to, def-
1: to uh, do. The there will almost certainly be funnel cake. There will also be lemon shakeups with vodka in them, which is the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah, that seems really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: um people might recognize brian from his episode of don't give up skeleton he's also kind of a regular around the duck feed parts and uh is an all-around sweetheart of a guy although if you tell him that i said that i would have to kill you i didn't <laughs> hear it so it's okay <laughs> vader what's the weather like in new zealand today
2: oh it's saturday so of course it's gonna it's raining uh, okay. yesterday was our first real day of spring it was really nice and warm and sunny and then it's raining because it's saturday
0: that is ironic because in Louisiana, we just had like our first day where we woke up and it was below 70 degrees in the morning. So <laughs> it's like our first real day of fall finally happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian, no. what about you?
1: Well, here here in Indiana, it's
0: raining. So. Excellent. You know. Well, that's weather chat out of the way. Uh, we've got a pretty yeah, th- the delightful most important show. part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no weather. Weather chat is what's getting it? kind of boring nowadays. We need to get some extreme <laughs> weather happening. What's What's the weather like
1: on this day that no one is going to listen to the podcast? <laughs> Shut up, Brian. This is just the, the way generation. we do things. <laughs> Um,
0: We have a pretty good show for you planned. We're going to talk about a bunch of video games. We've got some listener responses and all kinds of stuff to talk about. First, we're going to get into a little bit of news. And I think the, the big one is that Destiny 2 was... I don't know if this was an officially announced or if there's a bunch of stuff leaked. Does anybody know the official source of this stuff? I just read the Kotaku article and didn't really get into a lot of it.
1: Uh, as far as I know, like, Destiny 2 has been, like... One of those things that everybody knew was coming for you know, like as long as Destiny has existed, because when they first announced it, there was the whole like oh we've got this huge like ten year plan right yeah. that we're gonna we're gonna have all these all these games and like what like four or five sequels they announced or some shit like I, can I am I allowed to curse on this podcast by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> I guess I ask before I just run my mouth um, so yeah, yeah sweetie yeah, Jada. Uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, even on the des- on the, uh, the Kotaku article, it says the currently unannounced 2017 sequel to destiny, but come on, like everybody knows. So yeah,
0: everybody knew, knew there was going to be a destiny too.
1: Um,
0: as somebody that's only recently gotten kind of into destiny. Um, and when I say recently, like, I think I got into it with the taken King when me and you started playing Brian, when you graciously bought a video game for me. Um, and then kinda of dropped off of it and picked it back up and got totally addicted again with the uh the iron Rise of the Iron Yeah, Rise of the Iron, right? Yeah. Rise, Rise, of, iron. Rise yes. of Iron. Yes. Uh that DLC. Like, are you guys as both day one people, like are you guys like looking at this and like, oh man, already? Or are you kind of excited about what this is gonna ha- what this is gonna have?
2: Um uh, for Go you go, Brian. I'll think about it
1: more. <laughs> I was just saying actually I'm actually not a day one person. I didn't start playing Until Taken King either. Oh, okay. Uh, I I I played it for a while before I got you into it, but um I don't know. It's it seems fine to me. Like I'm I'm always ready for more destiny because it's just fun to play that game. hmm Like it just it feels really good to run around and shoot things and punch things and you feel really powerful, and it's just it's it's fun. It's not a I don't know if I would call it a good game, but it's a very fun game.
2: <laughs> uh, what about you, Van? I, I was I was day one. I got the Destiny um, pack for my thirtieth, like the, the the console and the game and the white the white console um, two years ago, I guess. Uh, it was early September, and um, I I flipped it off before the the DLC came. So I was done with it. I didn't want to be tempted <laughs> to send money on the DLC, but recently I picked it back up. And I think it'd be good to get the to Destiny 2, because I've been replaying the early content and it's very repetitive and boring. And then I've just jumped into some of the Taking King stuff. And the level design is far superior to the original content. Um the, the spectacle of the levels is is way more entertaining and it feels like you're actually battling rather than just running from A to B. Um so if they can do that in a full new game, I think it could be good. Um, and most games get sequels rather than having this drawn out process. Um, so I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be good.
1: Yeah, speaking of the uh, the 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 difference in quality from uh, vanilla Destiny to the Taken King, I do remember when Jeremy started playing it for the first time. You know, he had a lot a lot of those same complaints that everybody has about how boring and repetitive, and you just like all you do is just run to a spot and then scan something and, yeah. and, deploy and, and then defend and then defend to that point while your ghost is deployed. And I remember just like telling him, like, I was like, we were getting ready to do the taken King. And I was just like, just wait, just wait to see how much better this just immediately gets. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've been playing uh, with uh, former guest of the show, Josh uh, Crow, AKA morbid beer and, and Steven value whose name I now know how to pronounce. Thank you. Um,
2: he did put it phonetically on Twitter He for did. I, noticed, I mean, <laughs> I, that was separate from
0: me learning how, but yes, he did do that. <laughs> it had nothing to do with me learning about it. Um, but they were both like starting from the beginning and uh, both of them like that. And it starts as soon as you hit that first taking King mission. Like both of them were like, holy shit, this is great. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Invader, I think even when when we were playing the other day, I think when you started up the taking king stuff, you were like, "Oh shit! Like this is much more interesting to play now."
2: Yeah, um, Yes, Me and you played. I, I took my birthday off on Tuesday, and we played a little bit. Um, and yeah, yeah, I noticed drastically. And so, going into a new game with that new design philosophy, uh, could be good. I just read some of the article, and it says that it they'll be um, they're making it I, to feel like an entirely new game rather than the Taken King style expansion. So if they can but take what they've learned from the Taken King and the Rise of Iron and build that into the whole game rather than slapping it on, uh, I think it could be really good. Um, and hopefully for the better.
0: And the big takeaway here, like the big new piece of information is that they're gonna be putting this on PC as well. Um which I find yes. which I find pretty interesting because like most most of the time Bungie has always been like console based exclusively like i know there's versions of halo on the pc but i don't I'm, just from hearing people talk about them I, I know that they're not very like widely regarded um like i'm not much of a pc gamer so there's no chance i'm gonna be playing this on a pc but like would you guys consider picking this up on a on a pc
1: to play or would you stick with your ps4 copies
2: no nah, i'm a console person
1: uh yeah i i might consider it but it honestly it depends on where the group of people that i want to play destiny with play destiny yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> since I mostly play with, you know, the group that I mostly play with, most of them don't have PCs, so I'll probably just end up getting it on, on PS4, but mm-hmm. what could happen and what tends to happen is that somewhere down the line, I'll just double dip. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I will be curious if, uh, and I know that they couldn't do this for the Crucible stuff, for the PvP stuff, but... Man, allowing crossplay from consoles to PC for co-op missions just seems like a complete no-brainer for me. Like, that seems like that was something that they really should work for. Like, I'd, I'd love to see some of that stuff t- t- happen, like, just to be able to match, you know, not even matchmake, but, like, if you have friends on a PC, like, you're obviously not going to go play, play the PvP side together, but if you want to go run a few strikes, like, that seems like a pretty easy thing to put together.
1: Yeah, you would hope so, but, I mean, you never know, like how difficult that would actually be and like how important that would be to them. But I mean, it would be great. Like it, I, I wish that every game was like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and, I, I, and there's a layer of complexity there, especially if you say stuff like PS4 to Xbox, you know, right. To start talking about compatibility and cross play over there. But I mean, I just look at something like rocket league and I'm like, this should be possible for everywhere. <laughs> like even if it's limited as it is, like it seems like it should be an easy thing. So based on, like, if this is coming in 2017, we'll probably see it in E3 next year and for a holiday release in 2017? That's what I would expect. Are you both day one? I think I think I might actually be day one on Destiny 2.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, <laughs> I never thought I would say that.
2: <laughs> what about you, Vader? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, like, I've, I've enjoyed playing it, and it's been good to actually have... Um, some people to play with because that's part of the thing I dropped out of Destiny and the originally, and it's been good jumping in with a few people. But yeah, still, um I'm not a fan of games where it's just loot chasing. um So I do like the shoot demands in the game, and it is fun and it is very satisfying. But I can't realize like why am I doing this? <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> it feels uh, good. Uh, and so I tend, to, I, t- I tend to burn out pretty quick. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, it Depends how much uh, Cliff and yourself egg me on, I guess. Uh, yeah, I that was, um, I...
0: you mentioned this earlier, but like on your, you took off work for your birthday this week, which by the way, happy belated birthday. Uh, Thank you. But randomly outside of that, like me, you and Cliff hooked up and played a video game all together for the first time ever.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Like we just happened to be playing and Cliff signed on. Like, I don't know how all the time zones like synced like, to make all that work, but that was, that was pretty fun
2: because I wasn't at work. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess because I guess um, you, you literally had to take off work.
2: <laughs> uh, we were planning to do it last Saturday, weren't we? But it, um, the stars didn't align. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, so it would be good to do that more often. Um, and that, that's where Destiny does shine. And everybody knows that when you've got a group to play with. Um, I'm just, I've still never done a raid because I've just never had a team to, to do it with. So hopefully we can get a bunch of us together at some point.
0: Yeah, there's some people on the Duck feed Slack that want to start doing raids, and I've never done any of that stuff either, so I'm going to put the call out. So uh, if any of, any of you out there listening, I, I know Josh and I know Steven are really interested in doing that stuff, so I, th- I think we can get six people together. I think the difficulty is just going to be finding like the correct time for everybody to show up. So
1: Yeah, because the raids are the best part of Destiny, and it's really a bummer that you guys haven't had a chance to, to do any of
2: them.
0: Yeah, it's just you know six people across like eighteen different time zones. Is where it's
2: basically, right. our community <laughs> is. Well, uh, one uh, thing, uh, platforming and a first-person shooter don't do it, Bungie. That sucks.
1: <laughs> so right. much platforming.
0: Oh man, <laughs> oh man. We get that. We have a question about this later, but the uh, jump up the mountain thing and the expansion for the the Rise of Iron expansion is about the most miserable I've ever been in a video game. That is just the fucking oh. worst.
1: I haven't
0: gotten and to that part yet. It oh, well, it's just in the it's in like the social area. Like you can kind of jump up the the mountain.
1: Oh right, right, right. Yeah, okay.
0: And, I, and uh Patty Stardust told me that there was like something up there that I should go check out and I was like and I tried to do it for like thirty minutes and I was like <laughs> why am I doing this? This is miserable. <laughs> anyway. Uh speaking of Patty Stardust and Twin Humanities, I was talking to CJ while we were playing some Destiny the other day. And he told me that he's heard about uh, like actual business people planning meetings around Destiny. Like, hey, we've got to go talk about our business strategy. Everybody go jump on Destiny and let's do a few strikes and talk about our business strategy. <laughs> and that just seems... Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that just seems 100% nuts to me and also fantastic.
2: That's what it should be. <laughs> moving the away from... building at the same time.
0: Yeah, moving away from Destiny for a little bit. Um, the news came out over the last couple of weeks that uh, Palmer Lucky, who created and developed the along with i'm sure a, a great team of people the uh oculus rift virtual reality headset and then subsequently yeah, sold it to n- Facebook. noted
1: sandals wearer
0: palmer, palmer yes <laughs> so. probably the worst time magazine cover of all time Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, the worst yeah and, and sandals without socks in public like which is duh, dude what are you doing I, uh,
1: and i'm pretty sure that that time magazine cover he's just straight up not wearing shoes yeah great they're fantastic just, just barefoot
0: I just want to see, I really want to see Chubby White Guy's feet when I go to the newsstand. <laughs> That's really what I'm after. So, um, yeah, like you can't just look down. Like, oh man, the low blow today from Brian Witt. I, um, listen, I'm, so, I'm right there with you, buddy. So, he sold his account, he sold his account, excuse me. He sold his uh, company, Oculus, to Facebook for like $700 bazillion Um I'm pretty
1: actual, sure it was like $2 billion,
0: Yeah, it was like he
1: got like, yeah, I think he ended up with like $700 million or something.
0: And it came out this week that he's using those uh, sweet, sweet dollars to fund, um, from what I can understand, it's basically just political-oriented shit posting. So it's like a group of people who make memes and are trying to change the world with these memes by posting them in places, which sounds like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And this election has hurt made me hear some very ridiculous things.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking worst. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... And it's specifically, it's anti-Hillary Clinton memes, and it's, he's collaborating with the people that are behind the, like, the the, the biggest pro-Donald Trump subreddit, which, like, is, I mean, let's just call it like it is, it's a white supremacy or subreddit. Like, all these people are fucking monsters, and, like, I, I don't care who you support, like, it's fine, like, if you support Donald Trump, I don't necessarily hate you, but don't be an asshole. And like, maybe think about who you're going to work with in these kind of situations, right? I I can't agree with that because I'm
0: getting to the point now where if you if you actually support (laughs) Donald Trump, I kind of think that you're an idiot. So yeah, yeah. I just you know I I just I can't separate the two from my mind, but I understand what you're saying, which is like
1: it's the Ken Levine Golden Mean in me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everything is. Hey, there's there's truth to both sides. Maybe (laughs) slavery was
1: good. No, Ken
0: Levine, shut up. No, get out of here. Um. But yeah, they, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like you, you can be a Republican without being an asshole. Like you can sure, be a conservative yeah. without being it's, an asshole. Like yeah. but this stuff very much seems like it's asshole first and then political leaning second. Like, <laughs> absolutely. I, yeah. I don't like that person over there. So I'm going to make a frog meme that insults her intelligence or whatever. I just this whole situation is astounding to me. Vader, did you did, did any of this stuff uh like float to your news feed over in New Zealand? Or is this kind of a an American thing?
2: Yeah, no, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're safe but, on your island. <laughs> um, like, yeah, but my, my opinion is, um, yeah, you support who you support. But, yeah, I never like when parties start slandering. Um, mm-hmm. Like, generally, that doesn't happen in politics in New Zealand. It does, but it has in more, more recent times. We're kind of trying to copy America. Because America's <laughs> been slandering for years. Absolutely. <laughs> the opposite party... I, I prefer to support a, a party that doesn't resort to slandering and focuses on what they want to do to 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 better the country because that's what they're there for. Not spending millions of dollars finding dirt on the other people. Uh, um, but to bring it back to games, did you hear that there's a um a little Easter egg Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton Clinton Easter egg in the recent hitman?
0: <laughs> no. I haven't. I did not hear that because <laughs> the Hitman just came out like t- yesterday or today, right? The new one. Yeah,
2: um, it's the. I think Colorado is the is the map. Um, but apparently, there's like, there's somewhere you can walk up to, and you'll have two like soldiers or something or guards, and they'll be discussing like um, Donald Trump. Um, and yeah, they don't say Donald Trump. They talk about the politician with the funny hairstyle, <laughs> <laughs> the famous hair, I think they said, and he starts going how he's like great and stuff. And the other guy's like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> <So> it's like <laughs> excellent, um, A good flavor text. Um, American uh, politics
1: encapsulated. Yeah, the interesting was, thing
0: here, and that that I've really, liked to see happen, is that. Um, like we actually have seen developers start pulling support for the oculus, and yeah, which I think is is kind of a cool thing for developers to do, like if you don't want to support this kind of stuff, and it's it's a weird issue because like the dude Palmer lucky like, already has his money and he's already paid these people, so like buying an oculus rift or not putting your game on oculus rift probably isn't going to change his behavior at all but i think making a public statement that like hey we're not going to give that company any money and like we don't care like unless they you know disavow this stuff we're just not going to do business with them i think that's a strong thing for any company to do big or small so i, I kind of like seeing companies do that regardless if it would make a difference in the grand scheme of things
2: yeah it's good to stand by your your values um but the question is does he, he sort of he doesn't own Oculus Rift now though, does he?
1: No, no. I think he's still so, like sort of like the figurehead, but he doesn't own. Uh, Facebook owns Oculus at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know. I just find that a bit odd because it's not him. That it's heavy hurting. It's other people because he's got. You say he's got his money. He's raised, run. He's 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 taken and doing his own thing. Well, he's um, still
0: he's still very much the face for Oculus Rift. Like, yeah, right. Enough, <laughs> he's the enough.
2: one showing
0: up at E3 on stage, and he's the one you know giving presentations to. Like, you've probably seen that uh, iconic picture of him, like, walking down an aisle, and everybody who's sitting in the seats are wearing, like, Oculus Rifts, and it's the most disturbing thing ever. Like, is this what our world is going to become? Just people, like, wearing these headsets? <laughs> uh, but, like, that's very much him. So, like, if he's... I don't think he can use the words Oculus Rift without also putting Palmer Lucky in the same sentence. So, if I think what he does very much reflects back on that company. You know, for better or for worse. Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of people in that company that aren't shitheads. Like I would have very oh, much, almost certainly. Yeah. That there's I mean, 90% of them aren't shitheads, but Hey, you know, that's what happens when you hire a shithead,
1: <laughs> they shit yeah.
0: everywhere, which sucks.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like I, I, I do want to make it clear that like, fuck this guy and fuck what he's doing. Like I, I, I try not to like, I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt for the most part and like, try to believe the best in people. But like, I mean, you got to think about who you're working with. Like these, these people behind this subreddit, like they are like trying to like insult specifically Hillary Clinton, but like liberals or whatever in general. And like, are going about it in the most repugnant way possible. And yeah, that's just I mean unacceptable.
0: The, the alt right mm-hmm. in this country is is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like yeah. a bunch of white supremacist racists and nobody likes those guys except other white supremacist racists.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's but a reason like, for, for some that. reason we have yeah. to
0: we have to talk about like their thoughts and opinions for some reason. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I won't be buying an Oculus headset. Not that there was any danger of me slipping up and <laughs> buying an, an <laughs> Oculus ripped headset anyway um speaking about vr in general i did cancel my uh playstation vr pre-order though uh oh you did i did i just i can't i just i can't spend 500 dollars on this gadget like i just can't make
1: myself do it I, I, There's just no way <laughs> no I, I never even pre-ordered one like i i just i mean maybe it's because i haven't actually used it or anything but like mm-hmm. i just don't see the excitement i don't get the excitement like it doesn't thrill me to sit in a room with a headset on and like, I guess be immersed. Like I can I can do that just fine with a regular video game. Yeah, Cliff got a um, he he mentioned on
0: Twitter a few weeks ago. I don't know if he ever went or if this is in the future, but he got a apparently got an invite to go like demo the unit at some at some point. So uh, I'm very interested oh, cool. to get his uh, uh, thoughts about it um, if he can manage to get back on the podcast. Uh, that's a lot of work best buy uh is supposed to be having is supposed to have demo units pretty soon too so i'm gonna go over there with a a handful of (laughs) antiseptic wipes and clean that baby (laughs) off and maybe check it out over there right Um, i was about
1: to say good luck with your
2: pink eye yeah
0: yeah yeah make sure it's very carefully cleaned vader remind me you you didn't play with the vr with the playstation vr it was the gear vr thing It was the vive vive yeah yeah you said it and you really liked it right you thought it was really cool
2: yeah i really liked it um again i'd like to see some more in-depth gameplay but they're just demos kind of um tech demo kind of styled games that i played but they still were a lot of fun but it was a lot like kind of the wii sports kind of stuff it was fun and it's something fun you'd play with friends or show your friends like Mm -hmm. your friend comes oh try this out but it didn't there was no i hadn't haven't had a chance to play something that's a real game in-depth game um but there's some pretty cool stuff coming out um i a PlayStation VR that I'm pretty excited about. Like, I've been seriously thinking about getting it. What's putting me off is that it's 630 here plus $100 for the camera. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that's, so,
0: that's insane. It's ludicrous. So, so it's, it's the a camera lot of them, that's actually putting me off. And you you have move – like, do you already have move controllers? Because a lot of the games want you to have I,
2: move I do, I do have one ice cream cone one and <laughs> the nunchuck one. I don't know okay. if the nunchuck ones are going to work um, from when I had move back in the day. Okay um so yeah so that's the problem it's it's all the extras that's going to add up in price but i've been seriously thinking about it
0: yeah Um, uh i need to see a lot more in-depth games because like what you're talking about of like it's fun to show your friends like i kind of feel like that was what um connect or 3d like having a 3d tv was like i remember very very vividly having the connect and like my family coming over and like a bunch of people getting drunk and playing dance central and having a, a absolute <laughs> blast and that was literally the only game that i played on that connect besides that one from software game that we nobody talks about it
1: anymore um <laughs> we don't, we uh, don't well there's that. also that uh there's also the grasshopper manufacturer game that was quite interesting if not good
0: yeah 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 there was some uh, of that diabolic stuff. pitch or diabolical pitch yeah i mean there was there was some neat stuff like um I don't know, like Ninja blade or no fruit Ninja was actually kind of fun on the Kinect for a little bit. Like that was kind of cool. My stepmom almost knocked my TV off its mount trying to play that. Um, (laughs) But it's one of those things where like people come over and like, Oh, here's a set of 3d glasses and check out this cool video. And like, I've literally tried to sit down and watch a 3d movie at my house. And it's even with passive glasses that are relatively comfortable. It's just not fun. (laughs) Like, it's just not fun. So why would you want to do that? And I I feel like VR is going to be very, very similar. And everything that, sony is showing on their vr stuff is seems like very brief experiences and and then they like all of their marketing is one dude or one lady sitting on a couch surrounded by like three other people with controllers and i'm like what is what are they doing <laughs> what could they who's having fun like the three people that have controllers seem like they're having fun and then there's one guy drooling onto the couch with the vr headset <laughs> on i i just yeah i need to see a lot of, more of this stuff and see how it works like i don't know maybe next year.
2: Yeah, There are some, I do like the idea of potentially having something where you could have like people playing on the TV while you're in a different ex- um, experience on the couch. Like imagine evolve with the the person in the VR is the monster and everyone else is the, you've got couch co-op for the other characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then you can't see what the others are doing. Like a game like that would be awesome. Um, Well, I don't know.
1: I mean, we all played Nintendo land, right? No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of a similar concept. Yeah.
0: It's like Like one one. person.
1: Yeah. One person would use the tablet on the Wii U and the rest of the players would be playing something on the TV. And it was, I mean, it was cool, but like how often are you going to have people that are want that want to do that specific thing, you know?
0: Yeah. And like when the Wii U came out, like I had one around here when we had some people over and like the most popular one was the, um, it wasn't Luigi's Mansion, but it looked like Luigi's Mansion. Like, one person is the is tr- basically trying to track down the Ghostbusters. And, like, you know, the person with the pad is... There's people with uh, Wii U pads who are actually, like, the Ghostbusters. And then, like, you're as the DM, basically, or whatever. It's, like, has the top-down view of trying to, like, kill the Ghostbusters. But even then, like, two or three rounds of that, and everybody was like, okay, like, what else do you got? Bring something else out. So Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not... We talk about vr a lot but i just i just i'm not convinced yet like i don't really see yeah i mean
1: not not to say that it's never gonna be good i'm just not sold on it yet yeah
0: especially i mean you look at the enormous the enormous cost like like i mean vader was just saying like i already have a a camera so all i would need is the the headset but like that's five hundred dollars let's I could I could literally spend that on anything,
1: including yeah, my you, mortgage. You, you could just buy a PlayStation 4 Pro if yeah. you want to waste your money,
0: and then stack it directly underneath my PlayStation <laughs> so I could have like the double quarter pounder effect. Delicious, absolutely. Anyway, so let's moving off of uh, VR. Uh, we actually had a listener send in a uh, very cool video that I have not had a chance to watch yet, but Beta Reports is very cool. Um, uh, one of our one of our frequent listeners, Ali Sleek. Who was also on the "Don't Give Up Skeleton" podcast a while back, Vader? You, you said you watched the video, and uh, th- th- apparently, there's some hate, there's some shade being thrown on the Dark Souls Three DLC. You want
2: to fill us in? Yes, it, uh, so just the, it was just the discussion video. Uh, had some awesome uh, PvP uh, footage. he had cap- I assumed he had captured um, some pretty cool fights in the background as well. So it's worth watching for that as um, if that's what you want to watch. Um, but yeah, it was just a good discussion um, about. And he's, he's calling out, asking what people thought. Like, he's asking what people... He wanted feedback and discussion going. Um, and so, basically, yeah, in the community, there seems to be a lot of uh, discontent or dis, um, dissatisfaction with what we've seen of the DLC because it is too short, according to some people. Um so that's minus, I don't know, I haven't actually seen anything, so I don't know any full details uh, except, so the minor spoiler warning. <laughs> there, but what I do know is that there's going to be two bosses and people are outraged by that because um, previous DLCs have had at least three bosses um, in in the games. And so they people worry that it's going to be a very, uh, very short experience and for the price, it is too much um yeah so i basically um it's more dark souls so i'm excited to play it right (laughs) um i we haven't been let down yet with dlc uh so i guess there's high expectations going into it because we've they've pretty they've had the ball out of the park pretty much every dlc um so there are there are there is high expectations so there is room for failure, but I don't know. I reckon they're going to do it. I reckon it'll be fun, um, regardless of how many bosses there are. I'm trying it's to yeah, like so, uh,
0: let's like Thinking back to Dark Souls 1 DLC, uh, which was more almost a, more of an expansion, but we got Sanctuary Guardian, Artorias, and then Manus. So that's three bosses Correct. with over like yeah. two or three areas. Well, and, and, ca-
2: and Calamite. And
0: Calamite, yeah. So that's four bosses. You're absolutely yeah. right. With a bunch of like extra... Not a bunch, but some NPC stuff changed throughout the rest throughout the main game as well. Dark Souls Two, like each DLC pack had at least two or three bosses in it. I feel like
1: everyone had two, and then the challenge, right? Um, So three total.
0: Well, I think I'm trying to think the uh, Um, um, the Iron King King might have had four. Yeah, because. Uh, I can't remember my my, my memory is yeah. shot, but yeah, it seems like there's at least two or three bosses, <laughs> right? So
1: Yeah. But is are they hadn't they also said that like they're splitting up the DLC so there's like a smaller DLC and a larger DLC this time around? Yes. I had I had yeah. so, the smaller like one from what I understand.
2: Yes it is. And that so, would make sense. I mean, with if, how quick if that's it's the coming
1: case and there are, yeah, there are two in this one and then there may be like four or five in the bigger one. That seems reasonable to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and we, I guess we we're, were a bit spoiled in the last DLC for Bloodborne um, because oh yeah, it too. Um, and it was massive. See, this is this is controversial opinion. Um, the notorious of the Abyss DLC was great, but I was actually disappointed with it when I first finished it. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry,
0: listeners. Vader seemed to drop off from his phone call. We'll, uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll check we're back in later. For
1: podcast forever. I don't know.
0: Man, that's weird. I don't know what happened to him. It's like he got muted all of a sudden. Shut anyway,
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me let me explain. Like, I actually thought it was very short, because um, once you get through the the um, the forest, um, the royal woods, the royal woods, um, it's it's very quick past Atorius. Like. I actually found that the town was a letdown. Like the, it was very short and quite linear. There wasn't a whole lot to find on your way down. I I found that it was a quite short uh, an area. Was, Um Compared to some of the other DLCs, it is very small. Uh, as I said, it was great. The bosses were fantastic, but I was like, I actually finished. I was like, really? Is that it? <laughs> um, so no. So there's, yeah. I'm yeah, not, I'm not
1: I'm not totally against your opinion. Like cuz I mean it, honestly in retrospect it's not my favorite of the Souls games DLCs. It's very good and Artorias is still maybe the best boss fight of all time in any video game, but I don't know, like I mean they really just like have consistently stepped it up throughout exactly. Like all of their DLCs, like I mean all of the all of the Crown's trilogy were all incredible. Mm-hmm. And then the Bloodborne DLC, like, I mean, the more we say about that, the better because, but also remember
0: like there were two planned DLCs for or three planned DLCs for Bloodborne that they just decided to combine into to fuse one, fuse together, massive right. expansion. So, um, which made sense. Like I, I've said before that thinking about trying to play through those months apart from each other and being stimmy, like you get to the end of, uh, the first area and then you're like, okay, well come back in three months. Like that would have sucked ass. <laughs> that would have been terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I don't, I have a hard time getting preemptively mad at DLC just when you hear like there's two bosses. Right. Exactly. Who knows like how many weapons, who knows how many NPCs there's, there's of Yeah, it all could just be that they're
1: not focusing on something other than the bosses for this first one. Exactly. It could just be right. that the areas are massive in this first
2: DLC. Well, that's what yeah. I would prefer. I'd prefer bigger areas than more bosses necessarily. Yeah, I think cuz wasn't think... it why people hated Dark Souls 2s cuz it was too many bosses. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're wrong, but yes, that is a reason that people hate Dark Souls 2. Well, too many,
0: I think I think <laughs> I think the key adjective that we're missing from that sentence is there was too many um what would what did everybody say like too many uh like dude bosses or like big
1: big guys in armor? I yeah, the just big guys in armor said. bosses.
0: Which which, which, is... which is
1: hilarious because that's what everybody wanted going yeah. into Dark Souls 2.
0: Yeah. We all cool. loved
1: Oratorius and we just wanted duels forever.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm way more concerned about Dark Souls 3 DLC's inability to address a bunch of the questions revolving around the plot and the lore of Dark Souls 3. Because literally, I mean, like every single question mark at the end of Dark Souls 3, I've heard about five people say, well, I'm sure the DLC is going to address that. (laughs) And. There's only so much content you can address unless it's like literally just like a Wikipedia article, and that's what we're paying twenty dollars for.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. What's be, gonna happen yeah. is we're just gonna we're just gonna like pick up item after item, and every it's just gonna be like each item description will lead into the next one, and we'll just pick up like fifteen <laughs> items in a row. Yeah, should i want to I want to pick up a uh, I want to pick up a ring, and at the end of the item description, it just says parentheses
0: one slash fifteen. One know? out of question mark. Yeah, yeah, one out of question mark. I don't know when this when the series of item descriptions and or tweets <laughs> I don't, I don't is end. I know when in. the
1: series of tweets will end.
2: <laughs> but what what we do know that is this is supposed to be a, a PvP kind of focused DLC, is that right? Have I heard that right?
1: Yeah, isn't there like a, a PvP arena or something that they're adding adding in? I'd, I'd, so, I'm I'm a I feel terrible like I Dark heard Souls that. fan. I
0: have not been paying attention to other I watched I'm, the first couple of minutes of the gameplay trailer and they literally showed you one of the bosses and I was like, Oh, yep. okay. Didn't <laughs> expect that. Bye. And I backed out. So Yeah.
2: yeah. So that's why I'm watching anything, but yeah, so th- there are, there is other content that they can provide. That's not just bosses. Bosses is not everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And, um, basically, I Ali, Ali said that there's just too much negativity. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah i can say enjoy. i can, I mean there's I'd too much
0: negativity across all of the dark souls community nowadays like i found myself getting wistful for the dark souls one community days and that was during the uh, time that i was literally having to type like homosexual slurs into tumblr for my blog like every day <laughs> yeah like that's and that's a ridiculous <laughs> feeling of like oh man i wish we could go back to the days where i just got called you know a burnout loser all the time <laughs> like, that's a ridiculous right? statement but yeah anyway um, but, well let's move on to games we've been playing and get out of this Dark Souls 3 business cuz I don't think any of us have been playing Dark Souls 3 and uh I
1: I've guess we will go Dark around 2, this, but uh Brian since you're the guest, what's you been playing? Well, like I just said I've been playing a little bit of Dark Souls 2, so we can Uh-oh. talk about that. Nice. I uh <clears throat> So so for all the sugar that I've talked about Dark Souls 2 over the years, like I've actually not ever finished a scholar run. Okay. So I uh I finally decided I was just, I, I was in the mood to play some Dark Souls and so I just booted up Scholar and I started playing it and so I'm about halfway through the game and it's it's still great. I still love Dark Souls 2 a lot. You're playing on PS4 or PC? On on PC. Okay. What's the what's what build are you running? Giant swords? I or? just put just, just running a long sword right now. Okay. Very cool. I haven't decided where I'm gonna go with it. I'll probably I mean it's Dark Souls 2, so I'll just do everything. Mm-hmm which is a great thing that I love that I love about Dark Souls 2. That I understand why people don't, but I like that I can just make a character that just does everything pretty easily.
0: Yeah, they kind of pour souls on you throughout that game. So, you can just yeah. like,
1: okay, now I'm going to be a hexer. <laughs> Done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 pretty fun to get back into that game and then just like have go into the first pursuer encounter and then, you know, parry him and kill him and then go into his boss arena and parry him and shoot him with some with some giant arrows.
0: Or, if you're yeah, like me, fine. to line up and wait for your host to get in the, in the way and then shoot the host with your giant arrows. Uh,
1: man, I'd I miss release day of Dark Souls 2. That was great. <laughs> uh,
0: See,
2: Jeremy, so you are the list.
0: I, I know.
1: It's well established. Uh, that's fun stuff. Uh, nice. But yeah, Dark Souls 2. Still really good. Everybody Vader, should play it. What you been playing?
2: Me? Mm hmm uh we already talked about destiny so i'll skip that uh more deus x which well, is just, just last real time. quick
0: i just want to say that the expansion is great like guys i don't think we actually covered that when they're doing the destiny 2 but yeah, the new expansion is, is a lot of fun and i'm i like i jumped up like 80 light levels almost immediately so that's 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 a lot of fun
2: see i wouldn't know because i bought it so i could play with you and cliff and then you both piked on me <laughs> <laughs> So I, I it. <laughs> um yeah join the taken king Oh, I've done the Taken camp. I, I did the first half with you, Jeremy, and then I did the rest solo okay. later that day. Um, but yes, as I said earlier, the the extra content on top of vanilla Destiny is way better. Like just the bombast of the of the levels. Like you just, the landscapes you get to see is just so much more entertaining. Like we climbed, what was it? Like some kind of tower we climbed. Oh, yeah. And you and Jeremy, yeah. Which the platforming sucked. Cause yep. yep, I think Jeremy sat there for like five minutes laughing at me while I just jumped into, <laughs> into the edge of a I, platform.
0: One, I 100% did that. And the best thing was uh, uh, Vader said, I wish I could go to third person. I'm just going to use my, my supercharge ability. And then he did it. And he was like, Oh wait, this isn't the one that gives me a third person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should have been able to get a sword by then. Uh, I was, I haven't done any of the new stuff. I've only just ah, okay. taken King stuff.
1: Yeah, well, you can get the well. I guess you have to be paired with someone, but you can get that infinite link sword or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Destiny has a million things that nobody knows about except for Brian Wade. Because it's, it's true, it's, it's all <laughs> That's so I confusing. The about There's
2: just I, cause I've heard people talking that um, the menus and stuff are like cleaner and easier to tell what you're supposed to be doing. There's just more icons on the screen that flash. I have no clue. <laughs> just kind of like, yep, that will do, and just go and do it. Uh, It does take a while to like get used to
0: things. Like I had a bunch of like purple glowy icons and I would look at it and I'm like, it's a taken King mission that I apparently I didn't do. And like somebody joined my game and we ran through it real quick. And I got a trophy at the end of it. And I was like, why did not I do this when I was playing this every (laughs) single day? This makes no sense. Did it not have a glowy thing on it before? Like this just doesn't whatever, man. So
2: yeah. Yeah. And as I told you the other day, Jeremy, like I've had missions that I've done. Like when I first picked up the um, taken King collection, like a month ago, I, um, cause I got it cheap. Um, I, I went through and did all the early missions, including the dark below and house of wolves. But now that I've started the taking King, like all those missions and now I've got glowy triangles around them, even though I've done them already. So it's making me redo them. And that, so I've got like four or five purple triangles on different things. It's really hard to know what I'm supposed to be doing next. Uh, but yeah, oh, well, I'll just do the DLCs. They're the most fun. Um, other than that, uh, Earthlock. I just picked. I got Earthlock with Xbox Gold Live. Is that what you call it? Last month, I think it was.
1: I have no idea what Earthlock is. What is? Yeah, this? I've never heard of this game.
2: Um, it's it, it was obviously it was uh, came out free with Xbox Gold as a new release, like they did with Rocket League on PlayStation last year. So it wasn't like it was an old game. It was a brand new game uh, out. Um, so I downloaded it. It's an RPG. I believe it's West. I don't know. I should. I should actually check this stuff out. Um, but I'm terrible at it doing this. Um, I think it's Western developed, but it's like it's styled after of like a Japanese RPG. Um, and it's it seems quite simple. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I played for about four hours last night, um, and it's good. Uh, if you like your RPGs, it's worth giving a go. It's nothing spectacular. It, it reminds me of like Wild Arms. It gives me a bit of nostalgia for Wild Arms Three. Um, I swear in the ch- soundtrack that there's like in the background of the music, there's like, um, samples from old school RPGs that I love. Like I keep hearing shining force music and I keep hearing, uh, final fantasy seven music. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's done intentionally or if it's just my brain picking it up. It's, and it's not really there. Um, but it's like, it's not the main track. It's kind of like hidden in the track. Um, I like what they've done with the, the combat. Um, it's, it's turn-based, but it's not like meters. It's just, it, sh- but it shows you the, who's, who's going to be going next. It has like a big list of done with little icons uh, of her, whose turn and what order. Uh, so you can plan your strategy. Um,
0: I can't believe you've talked he, um, this long, and you didn't mention that you have a talking pig in your party. Like, that seems to be the selling <laughs> point here. <laughs> Wearing a frog hat, even. Yeah. What is the deal with this pig? Or boar? He looks, um, like it it looks like he has tusks, so he might be a boar.
2: It's a it's a hog bunny. If that's the one you're talking about, it's like a white white face. A yeah. what? What did you say? Uh, a hog bunny. A hog bunny. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a chick that's <laughs> really <laughs> into motorcycles? <laughs> um, <laughs> Gotta leave the bikini on. Um, yeah, uh, hog bunny. Yeah, that's I don't know The 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 creature design seems quite cool. Uh, very simplistic graphics. Nothing too spectacular. Yeah, yeah, I don't want
1: to. I I don't want this to seem like I'm throwing shade, but it kind of reminds me of Fable.
0: It's got that um, kind of cartoonish art style too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's very simple. Um, very like the the world's it's like sick set, set camera, kind of like your old RPGs, uh, and you just kind of run around in the world in that in that room. Um, <laughs> so the yeah, FX camera, it's usually kind of above, or to, and to the side. What do they call that?
1: Like isometric
2: that's it um and, and so it's very much like your old final fantasy 7s and xenogears and those no, xenogears you could challenge your map so uh, the camera sorry um wild arms <laughs> 3 so it's very it's very nostalgic in that way um i really like the the character development i'm still yet to explore it too far but it it has um a skill tree but it's a grid like it's like a card based grid Um, I think it's like five wide and I don't know, like 30 down or something. And so then you have skills that are already in place, but to activate them, you have to put like um, different talents and some of them are like leveling talents uh, or like stat talents. And then others are like uh, attack or skill talents. And so you connect them up um, and you can, and so you can actually customize your character's stats by changing out the, the stat talents I probably not explain this very well, but it's it's kind of cool. It's very different. Um, it's taken like a a very traditional um, skill tree and kind of put a twist into it, uh, which I haven't seen before. Um, I'm sure someone will tell me that's been done before, but I I haven't seen it. Simpsons <laughs> and, did it, and I really like it.
0: Sorry, I said Simpsons What's did that? it. <laughs>
2: Simpsons did it. <laughs> probably they've done everything, uh, but yes, yeah, so I've really liked it so far. It's just super simple. Um, it's a bit janky at times, but yeah, it plays nice. The combat's pretty cool. Um Yeah. Cool. Yeah,
1: Sounds it looks good. nice. It's, looks looks uh, like I might be interested in picking it up at some point. Actually, yeah.
2: so if, if you had Xbox Gold, it was free. And so for free, uh, most games that are free I end up not playing <laughs> still free. But this is this has been worth it, and I'm really looking forward to actually jumping back in and playing some more of it. Um Earthlock, yeah.
1: What else have you been playing, yeah. Brian? Uh well, we've got a few few options that we can talk about. Do you want to do you want to talk about Spelunky? Do you want to talk about talk about Rocket League? Got a protectors? Do you want to talk about Magic? We can talk um, about Magic. I don't. Magic. You're, you're breaking <laughs> up. I don't understand. The, I
0: heard Spelunky. I
1: heard Rocket League. I heard something about a pocket protector. Like what? Oh yeah, yeah. Pocket protectors. That's definitely the name of the game. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean we can we can talk about Spelunky. I don't know how much how much you guys how much experience you two have with with Spelunky. But it's my favorite game ever, I think.
0: Yeah, it's and really fucking good.
1: Yeah, I've I've been playing. I've played, like, probably 500 hours of it overall on all the different versions. And it's just, like, everybody talks about, like, you know, like, the forever games, like, like, Dota 2 or, like, League of Legends or whatever. Um, like, the the, the the multiplayer games. But, like, Splunky is kind of that for me. Where it's just, like, I just, like, I've I've reached some sort of like zen with spelunky where I can just sit down and pick up my controller and just play a few runs of spelunky and just be good. Doesn't matter if I win or lose. Obviously, I'd rather win, but it doesn't matter. Like I just I play a few rounds and I feel a little bit feel a little bit like calmer, a little a little relaxed, having played a little spelunky because spelunky is fucking great. Spelunky is really, really is fun. good. I wish I was better at it. Um, I just can't...
0: I've just never been that great at it. Like, I've never gotten to the second world, I don't think. But I still really enjoy picking it up and playing around every once in a while.
1: Yeah, um, I don't feel like taking a screenshot of this, so I can't show it to you right now. But uh, my issue with Spelunky is that I have 19 out of the 20 achievements on uh, multiple consoles of that game. Uh, and the one that I don't have is Good Teamwork, which is complete the game with two players... Oh my gosh. Because no one I know is any good at Spelunky.
0: <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> that seems like a yeah. it would be... Does it have to be local players as well?
1: Yes, it does.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no way that it's hard. Happen. Um, Me and my son played quite a bit of Spelunky. I think we managed to get to maybe... How many? I think it's the third one, maybe? The Ice Caves. Yes, we did get to Ice Caves. Um,
1: there are five total.
2: Five yeah, worlds. and that was just the hard thing when it's co-op as well you've got to have more you have to have more gear to try and set up the shortcuts i think that's and this was really hard
1: yeah Um, i mean there's also just like it's it's a lot more dangerous with two players like especially once both of you have shotguns and you're just desperately trying not to shoot each other oh there's friendly fire in there i didn't know that yep
2: (laughs) yep that was my son's favorite thing to do was to shoot me (laughs) um so (laughs) i've actually got a cool video I recorded my son playing it like he's a bit bigger now because we've been playing games throughout two years together and he's six. When he first started, he couldn't actually hold the controller in two hands like a normal person would. So he had this like funny, he would hold the left analog he'd hold it with his right hand and the left analog stick was just like held by his whole hand. And he was oh, so
1: like a joystick kind of.
2: Yeah. And, it <laughs> okay, was and I, I don't know how he managed to, to be, he was actually really good at Splunk. He got really good at it. And he was like, yeah, four years old, four or five years old. Um, <laughs> and I'll, yeah I'll, I'll send you the links to the video it's just hilarious just how he's holding it and how well he plays played spelunky um but yeah it yeah, is a, yeah. it is a good game drop a link I'm, in, I'm always in the interested.
0: show notes so i'll put it in the, in the show notes tomorrow
3: yeah
2: i'm always sure.
1: interested in uh in like little kids playing spelunky because you know like when i was when i was a kid like mario 3 was my favorite game and for most of my growing up like it continued to be my favorite game and it just feels like a game like spelunky. It's like It's Splunky would have ruined my brain as a child like because i love mario 3 and like i love good platforming and you're telling me that there's a mario 3 where i just can play it forever and it's always different
0: and there's like a game to it like there's more stuff that you could do to make your stuff better yeah that's that's (laughs) really really awesome
2: it's definitely a good game yeah it's great The problem is, I tried playing it recently, and I hadn't played it for like a year, and I just sucked. I was like, I can't do (laughs) it. I "I died instantly. I used to. uh, The PS4
0: version has those dailies on it, like the daily challenges or whatever. And I used to like, you know, wake up every day and try to, you know, knock that out along with the uh, the Rayman challenge every day, which I was really good at. But uh, (laughs) I I was really terrible at the Spelunky stuff. So
1: yeah, I, I still try to do the daily challenge every day, but you know, life gets in the way from time to time. Yeah, true. And then you also have uh, Rocket League. You've been playing some Rocket League still? Yeah, I've been playing some Rumble. Uh, it's pretty fun, but like, it's nothing. You know, it's it's I. As you know, you've played Rocket League with me. I I I, I get a little competitive with Rocket League, uh, but not so much with Rumble. Like with Rumble, I'm just in there goofing around, having a good time, like trying to to hit people as much as I can. What is? What, let
0: me know what Rumble is. I haven't I haven't booted up Rocket League in months.
1: Uh, so Rumble was the newest uh, newest game mode that they added not too long ago, like probably about a about a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, you you get items on a timer. And so like every every like 15 seconds, 10, 15 seconds or so, um, you get like so you can get like a boot which like launches like a spring loaded boot out of your car at the closest opponent opponent car and oh, just like okay. kicks them across the arena. Or there's like a a Uh, boxing glove which similarly spring-loaded boxing glove just punches the ball Uh, and there's like a plunger that like will pull the ball toward you and just a a, a bunch of different items it basically turns it into like battle mario kart rocket league which sounds amazing yeah i'm all into that yeah it's, it's, it's very fun and it's 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 fun to goof around in and not take too seriously which is nice because i tend to get pretty competitive when i'm just playing regular rocket league Here's a
0: fun anecdote about me and Brian playing Rocket League. We actually had a team and we we're in a tournament, and we uh we were so great at Rocket League and we practiced so much and we were so in tune with our team that <laughs> we came in last in the tournament, dead motherfucking last.
1: <laughs> we lost in the first round.
0: Yeah, it was it was real bad. <laughs> somebody I don't remember. I don't, I probably couldn't find this the stats, but somebody was doing like a like tracking everybody's uh shots and you know targets on goal and all that kind of stuff and like just dead last in every single category <laughs> it was just the worst Ugh, In first, we feet. did have
1: some pretty good matches we did
0: yeah it was it was fun yeah we had a good time i think they're still doing tournaments too i think we need to get back into it i just i haven't looked in a while so
1: yeah it's been a long time what is uh gotta protectors uh gotta pro- okay so uh vader um i don't know how how you how much you know about jeremy's predilections towards this particular series uh, but just get ready to hear Jeremy get really excited about this one. God of Protectors is basically an eight bit Muso game. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so it was it is the sequel to I guess spiritual sequel technically, but it's called it's called Protect Me Night 2 in Japan. But there was a, an Xbox Live indie game called Protect Me Night, uh, that came out like I uh, must have been like two thousand eight maybe maybe even 2007 it was a long time ago um where you're basically just like you pick a little character and you just run around a map and like attack some attack some enemies and like protect your your princess who's in the middle of the map so like it's a mix of like sort of like it's it, when i say A bit Muso, it's basically just like there's little like like it, it, there's a bunch of enemies on the screen and you're like playing like a little like pseudo tower defense game in the middle of it okay um, and for
0: for people out there that are listening that are not gigantic nerds, Musou is basically a <laughs> dragon not a dragon warrior. A Dynasty uh, Warriors Dynasty Warriors
1: game, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um but you know it's 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 fun and cute and like it's it's I mean if you don't like button mashing games, you're not going to like it because that's what a Musou game is and that's what God of Protectors is. But God of Protectors uh, as the spiritual sequel like it got like way more of a budget uh clearly and it's like they've really like doubled down on the presentation like making it like super uh super like cute and immersive so like it's it's really trying to be like a uh uh like a like a big game so like it goes so far as like it's on the 3ds and like so on the bottom screen when you're playing it uh there's a little manual on the bottom screen so you can just like flip through the game's manual while you're playing um and it's 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 kind of charming, like it's got it's got funny writing and so you pick your character and you know, it has all the normal classes. It's got a fighter, it's got a wizard, it's got uh like the Valkyrie or whatever, but then it's also got old guy, which is a <laughs> which is my uh, character. <laughs> which is Jeremy's character. It's an old man wearing knight <laughs> armor and riding a broomstick horse. Excellent. Just- so pretty good.
2: Okay. It also has a mankini.
1: It also has a mankini. That is
2: true. <laughs> I just googled googled the name and like one of the first <laughs> pictures is a guy with a a very tight mankini. <laughs> it's a very fun game, and I don't think it's for everyone.
1: But it's like thirteen dollars on the 3DS e Shop, so everybody nice. should everybody should you should should play some God of Protectors. Everybody should chart find their DS.
0: Spend 20 minutes trying to find their 3DS charger. Charge it up. (laughs) Spend an hour updating their 3DS. And then play this game that you can download from the (laughs) eShop.
1: Mine is is sitting on my desk with me right now.
0: (laughs) Um, I want to, before we go too far into this, I want to quickly talk about Alone With You. Uh, This is a game I've talked about several times on the show. I finally finished it. And um, I really enjoyed this game. If you like, I, I don't play a lot of and it's not really a text adventure i guess and it's not really a visual novel either like there is gameplay like you're looking around and scanning stuff but it's the, the gameplay is very very minimal like you're, you're literally just walking around scanning stuff and then interacting with characters but uh the writing and the music and the style on this is so freaking good uh it's like i think i ended up falling in love with an ai so you okay know, it's kind of like a weird romance thing with these ai programs and holograms and the that are based on real people that have died in the game like it's it's a very it's an odd game and the entire time i was playing it i thought there was going to be some like dramatic twist about the player character like oh no you're the ai after all and i mean it's not a spoiler to say like there is just no twist like you have really have no idea (laughs) who you are so you can just kind of project yourself onto it uh Soundtrack's really good, the visuals are really awesome. Uh, I went through to see if I wanted to platinum it and it looks like you would have to play the game about 5 times to platinum it and I'm not going to do that so
1: no thanks. It's So it's do not you want very us to long. start calling you Joaquin Phoenix now or later?
0: Yeah, right now. That's fine. Joaquin okay. is good. Yeah. All right, Joaquin. Um but yeah, like it's the the trophies on it are just like ridiculous. Like it's one of those bad ones. But it was great for a first time through. If it ever goes on sale, I would highly recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun. Um but the other game that I played that I really wanted to talk about with both of you is Virginia. Have either one of you
1: seen or no. heard of this? I know almost nothing about it except that I really want to play it because everybody who I respect on Twitter like was talking about how great it was. Vader, do you know anything about this? Haven't heard of it. Okay,
0: I don't. This is one of those really frustrating games to talk about when they first come out, especially on a podcast, because you get people saying like, <laughs> oh, "I can't. I don't really want to talk about
1: it." Um, you, so, you're really I, Brad Shoemakering it up. I'm really saying. gonna
0: Brad Shoemaker this motherfucker right up. Like, you're exactly <laughs> right. Exactly who I was thinking about. Um, tell me more about the witness, Brad. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's a it's a first-person uh, adventure game. I guess is what you would call it. Uh, again, kind of minimal gameplay, but you take on the the role of an FBI agent investigating a kid that has gone missing. Um, you have a, a partner. You go to this small town. It's uh like if you dig stuff like Twin Peaks, if you dig stuff like uh kind of actually Twin Peaks is probably the best example you can give. Like it's it's very much that. Uh the, the the unique thing about it that's probably the most notable thing is there's no dialogue whatsoever in the game. And it's it pulls it off, like it delivers this story without any dialogue and with just using the character interactions. The the graphics are like the, the art style is really bizarre. Like Do either one of you remember the game Interstate 76 for the PC? Uh,
1: (laughs) I do. Yeah. So. (laughs) wasn't expecting that to be brought up.
0: (laughs) So, uh, like, if you Google, like, just some pictures of the game, like, you'll kind of get what I'm saying. Like, do you remember, like, the low-poly models in Interstate 76 where all the drivers? Yeah. 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 It's, like, imagine that, but, like, with a really advanced lighting engine. Okay. (laughs) And, like... It's and they do some really clever things within that framework. So everything's kind of low detail and, and flatly shaded, but then there's like this real gorgeous, you know, lighting stuff. So you'll get everything with like these real nice shadows and stuff. It's it's really interesting. It's twenty bucks. It's very, very short. It's like two hours long. Um yeah, like I, I literally played it today. <laughs> like I started okay. it today and played it and then still had time to do other stuff throughout my day. So like it's don't go in expecting like a big long thing, but um Stephen uh Vayu wrote a uh, review of it which is also very non-spoilery and that'll be going up tomorrow or by the time that people are hearing this it should be up on the website i'll I'll have that up for when the podcast comes out and then um yeah it's it's super interesting and if you have any kind of like a vague interest in it i would t- tell you just to go buy it right now like it's 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 good so yeah the I color mean, pellets
2: very firewatchy
0: it's got some it's got some firewatch
1: elements into it
0: it really does
2: I
1: am purchasing it on Steam as we speak.
0: <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Uh, I did the same thing with Earthlock. I went to the Xbox website and saw that it was still available for Xbox Gold. So, But not until, like, it'll go off tomorrow. So, sorry, everybody listening to this podcast.
2: You're welcome, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> I got it. Thank you, Vader. Yeah, good job, Vader. <laughs> Middle fingers up to everybody else who's listening to this.
2: <laughs> so, the interesting thing, when I Googled Virginia to uh, have a look at it, most of the pictures are like of people with guns and dead dead deer in the truck <laughs> <laughs> yep that sounds like virginia to me yeah yeah that's <laughs> what came up um even though i put in virginia game because i knew that it wouldn't come up with the game if i searched virginia first oh but there yeah.
0: is a lot of people with guns isn't there look at that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess no i guess to this up aren't i <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's
0: just a it's it's just exactly what you would expect, bro.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, 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 and then and then like some Virginia football players. Sure, pretty, yeah, pretty good. Ooh, West Virginia police. Police. Yep. Glock game wardens. Yep. Oh, all right, cool, 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 cool.
0: But yeah, it's a it's a it's a really unique game. The, the the color palette is really good. Like the and the the weird art style is is really fun. And the the way that it communicates the narrative to you. Like a lot of my problems with these, uh, quote unquote walking simulators is that you actually have to do a lot of walking in them. (laughs) So like something like every, everybody goes to the rapture. Like if you guys played that, like, remember everybody complained about how slow you walked. Yeah. Like, so they do this thing in this game where like, let's say I'm going to like the fire station and like, it's very clearly communicated to me that I'm going to walk to the fire station and everybody goes to the rapture, like I would slowly walk to the fire station and I would squeeze the R2 button as hard as I could and I would s- <laughs> slightly less slowly walk to the fire station. In this game, you're walking to the fire station and then all of a sudden there's this like, snap, like a blink, and you're just there.
1: Okay, great. And it bounces yeah, you through sounds really some, r-
0: some really weird narratives structured that way. So it's it's very cool. Like, I, I really appreciate it. Like, the game never... I think I, I think I may steal this from Gary Butterfield, but, like, the game never wasted my time. Like, I never felt like yeah. I was... Uh, I was just trudging along the path just because there was a path there. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm ragging out. Everybody goes to Rapture. I know Cliff really likes that game, but I'm sure it's fine. I just didn't click with it.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. I think I was, it's a fine game, sure. but like, I I also don't think it's a problem for you to rag it for it's yeah. slow walking. Sorry, Rapture fans. Yeah. That's I, okay. I
2: tried it. I bounced off pretty quick Rapture because of that reason. Like I was just like, I, I have no reason to, keep walking like it didn't grab me and so it's like well i'm not gonna turn it on because i don't want to just walk um (laughs) the 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 narrative didn't grab me it wasn't that exciting um so yeah i just never got back to it
0: it also looks like it's gonna be a a pretty easy platinum i know i'm talking trophies a lot i actually kind of like collecting trophies like i don't really care about them (laughs) but i like collecting them uh i looked at the guy like i only got three in my first playthrough. but it's possible to get just to play it and only get one so i felt good about having three but like it's it's pretty easy like if you went through it again like you'd probably not much know that like oh hey i gotta go do this thing and i gotta pick up that thing like it's pretty easy so for all you trophy people out there what else anybody else have anything they want to be playing because i've got a big one that i want to talk about next
1: uh I, i'm just What's looking at this list uh we we could talk about magic a little bit if you want like i don't i don't know what there really is to say i'm going to be on um uh we're not wizards in a couple weeks talking about magic so yeah
0: just save I, all I'll, that for richard's podcast i'll get it i'll get
1: it out then yeah <laughs> i'm i'm sure richard richard is looking forward to uh being subjected to my magic magic nerdery. uh but i i do want to just like just bring up i i haven't played much of it but i want to bring up slayer shock because it seems really interesting from a little bit of a bit of it that i've played so far talk uh it slayer is shock. a uh it is a vampire hunting simulator from the guy that made eldritch if you guys have ever played that game mm-hmm. um so it's a uh it seems like it's 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 like a mission based like kind of uh kind of uh go out in the world like stealth around at night and like hunt some vampires and like get little missions like i had to do one where i had to like go rescue like seven hostages and i had to do one where I went to. Uh, I just basically had to do like a patrol, so like I had to walk to the end of a path and uh, click A on a uh, on a little beacon, and then go back to the other end of the path and click A again to basically like I I had patrolled that path and like killed killed some vampires on my way. And it seems it seems really interesting and fun in a way that in the same way that Eldritch was really interesting and fun. Hmm. And I want to play way more of it, but I haven't had time to play much of it so far.
0: Just as a warning to anybody out there like me that's doing a Google image search for Slayer Shock, if you scroll down too far, you will get the band Slayer doing the shocker. So <laughs> stay away, stay away from that. Stay in like the first Perfect. like four four tiers of, of images. But yeah, that looks really really cool. Like I'm seeing a dude with a crossbow and a monster. Like that, that's kind of my jam. I, I could dig that. It yeah, doesn't I, look I, very
2: fancy.
1: No, but I mean, neither did, did Eldritch. It's it's pretty. Pretty low res, but they're they're very fun games. And if you like like a like a stealth game, like probably probably right up your alley.
0: Good deal. And since we're skipping Magic Vader, do you have any other games that you want to talk about?
2: <laughs> um, no, I think we covered Destiny. We covered well. Yes, I talked about Deus Ex last time.
0: Are you how are you <laughs> still continuing in in that game? You're still enjoying it?
2: Uh, yeah, it's been my main game. I've been playing um, this week until I chucked on um, earth lock mm-hmm. uh it, it's good i i feel like it's uh a loading simulator a little bit like i'm loading um like i'm constantly load uh, like a game like it's just yeah um but it does it does play well i still haven't really shot anything <laughs> though it's a first person shooter because uh, i'm just doing everything sneaky uh but it is very good um a lot of fun Uh, I'm just curious to see where it goes and if there's much more to the game. Hmm. But yeah, the main guy's a pretty pretty big badass. He's pretty cool. (laughs) His mirrored shades on all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he 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 never asked for this.
0: Of course not. No, not at all. Yeah, I know Steven wrote a review for it for DarkInsight.net, and he seemed to really really enjoy it. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing it after this like glut of games comes out
2: it's it is good. I I am enjoying it. It's just um I wouldn't say it's my favorite game.
0: What would you say is your favorite game, Vader? <laughs> oh dang it. <laughs> Put him on the spot. I know. We, have, we no rehearsal whatsoever. This is not in the notes. I'm just putting him right on the spot. Um Mine's Super Mario probably
2: World. Probably Gamma. so to be honest, the game I played the most out of and uh, uh, of my gaming history would be shining force too. Okay. So I'd be tempted to say that, um, or link to the past. The easy answer is one of the salt, so- the so- just dark souls in general, but yeah,
0: <laughs> those are all um, good answers. Yeah. I, I, I would accept all of those. I don't really know much about shining force, but
2: it's yeah. It's the game. I, it's one of the games I, yeah, as I saw, I've probably played it 10 times. Nice. Um, I've introduced Odin to it recently, uh, and he likes it. Uh, yeah, it's a strategy RPG, so it's, yeah.
0: I'm always terrified it's that good. I'm going to have a child one day. I'm going to put him in front of uh, Super Mario World, him or her. I'm going to put them in front of Super Mario World, and they're going to be like, this sucks, Dad. Like, I don't want to play this at all. And then I'm just going to be yeah, like, well, I'm going to have to give that child up for adoption. Like, I'm not going to be able to, say, to say, play You something. just <laughs> kick
1: that kid out of your house, and
0: you're good to go. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that kid anymore. It's a bad child. We got to get rid of it. <laughs> have another one.
1: Autumn, we yeah. did a bad job.
2: <laughs> Autumn, we did a bad job with this child. <laughs> now, you'll be like, the, the kid will be like, Dad, I just want to put it on this headset and VR. <laughs> like <are>. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like, no, uh, you have to learn from the beginning. Only two
0: hours of VR allowed per night. <laughs>
2: well, that's why I'm, what I'm impressed um, with
1: Odin. Six hours of Super Nintendo. Yeah.
2: Well, Odin's, Odin's excited about the NES um, console that's coming out very soon, I believe uh like he i showed him it and he's excited because he, he likes these old games um and yeah he, he really likes mario and and all that and so i'm excited to be able to play some of the originals
0: yeah that thing looks really really cool I, I, i've been tempted just to grab one for like christmas presents and stuff like that thing looks just amazing so
1: yeah i'm literally just gonna buy one and stick it on my shelf just to have a neat little knickknack Yeah, like it's just a little tiny Nintendo. Like, (laughs) it doesn't get in the way at all. Fits in the palm of your hand. I know it's so adorable.
0: I hope they do the whole. I think we talked about this. I hope they do a whole line of them. Like, I want to see like the mini Super Nintendo and the mini Nintendo sixty four. Like, I want to see the whole. I want to. I want them to do the whole thing.
1: You want to get a mini GameCube that holds like it has an even smaller handle? Well, I mean, a mini GameCube (laughs) is basically like a Wii, right? (laughs) That's yeah, Yeah. more or less. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I don't know if I would go that far, but yeah. Maybe like a miniature 3ds, just a little tiny. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Is <it> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just the tiniest, tiniest little it's thing. It's like a keychain an 3ds. Micro. Yeah. Um, so
2: what are your guys' thoughts on the Mega Drive versions? Because uh, they've actually been around a while, like the Mega yeah. Drive collectors. But there's a new one coming out. I'm just not interested in the Mega Drive one.
0: I have a hard time with this stuff because I don't. I don't have like I didn't grow up with Genesis stuff, so I don't really care about it that much. And if I want to play the games, like I have a device connected to my TV that can emulate all that stuff pretty pretty easily. So none of that stuff really interests me whatsoever. I'm not much of a collector for Genesis stuff. Like I don't know. I just don't really care that much.
1: Yeah, I um um, I might I might maybe pick one of those up, but uh, I do have I actually have like of one of the. previous ones i have like the little handheld version that has like all the sonic games and stuff and i'm like oh cool it's like the old sonic games and then i'm like oh yeah i don't remember i don't really like these games so
2: we'll see what's I grew even up playing yeah exactly i grew up playing mega drive that was the console i didn't have the super nintendo my neighbor did but yeah like i played all them and i'm just not interested in playing them again <laughs> like, <Yeah>. whereas <laughs> i'm more interested in playing the original zelda because i never i haven't played that um and the Mario is always just fun to play.
1: That's because uh, Nintendo is better than Sega.
2: Well, some
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, pretty much in all things. <laughs> Nintendo Shiny does Wars what Sega, Sega doesn't, Drive. which is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that before. Something
2: yeah, that's, just that's came the up phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, like, I've, I picked up the Mega Drive PSP collection disc they brought out, and I was super excited about it, but just didn't play it. Like like, I tried playing, like these aren't this is not fun anymore, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so yeah, got rid of it. And yeah, so I'm more interested in the Nintendo one. I'm just not happy about the price.
1: (laughs) How much is it over there? I think it's like sixty bucks here.
2: Yeah, 120 New Zealand. Oh my god,
1: damn!
2: So that's it's probably 90 US dollars. Y'all That's
0: ridiculous. To, y'all have got to get those hobbits paying taxes so you can bring your prices down, man. <laughs> Right? <laughs> you can't yeah. have these untaxed I'm hobbits sad. anymore. <laughs>
2: wow. There is some controversy about that. Movies filming here get like huge tax credits.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That, we actually uh, have that in Louisiana too because we, we offer a bunch of tax benefits to try to like kickstart an industry. And we just found out that like we paid, um, taxpayers paid like $60 million for some Garbo movie. But like, and that's more than we put to spent on, like, you know, public Schools. school systems this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, good job. I'm glad, you know, whoever that was had a, has a great movie. But
2: Yep. Anyway. There, there is benefit in it in some ways, because it does boost economies locally, but you're right, it can be done badly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it it's easy to, be, to be taken advantage of, like...
2: Yes. Apparently, at some point, we
0: were paying the Duck Dynasty people to make their TV shows. Which, oh, my God. Yeah. If you've ever seen a Duck Dynasty show, you should know nobody should pay for.
1: <laughs> nobody <laughs> should
0: pay for that.
3: <laughs> so hilarious. Um, the, the last well, game I just... want to
0: talk about before we get into uh, our listener responses is something that I have been looking forward to for a long, long time. It's called Darkest mm-hmm. Dungeon.
1: Ryan, you're familiar with this game, right? I am. Yeah. Did it just come out on PS4 and, and Vita? Just, just this week. Yeah. Just okay. this week. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't you know anything sure. about this game
2: taking time or? Yes, I don't know it was even coming out on PS4 because I thought about getting it for computer.
0: Buy it for PS4. It's it looks actually, interesting. It's pretty good on PS4 so far. Um, for those that don't know, it's a uh, a dungeon crawler, I guess.
1: Is yeah, the... it's like a it's like a roguelike, sure, like uh, dungeon crawly kind of. I don't know. It's 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 a mix of things, but roguelike is. Verse is, like is a good start. Yeah, is um, else?
0: it's basically the majority of the gameplay is a 2D representation of your characters on the left hand on the screen, so you can have a party of four characters. You run into enemies in the dungeons. You run into traps. There is on the other side of the screen as you move from room to room and whatever you're exploring. Um, all of your characters have different abilities, so they have stuff that can attack, stuff they can heal. Um, the presentation is out of this world good. I had no idea it was this great. Like as you were playing stuff and you get a critical hit, like this dude with a great voice comes on and is like, your foes aren't worthy. And like all this kind of stuff that that's probably way cheesier than it actually is. Like, it's actually really, really (laughs) cool. Um, the whole thing is kind of has this really nice, uh, HP Lovecraft influence. So there's like, you know, like some Cthulhu tentacle enemies and there's some, all this like weird stuff that happens. The, your characters can die, your characters can get scared. And in the intro mission in the tutorial mission, one of my characters decided that um she just was going to be real greedy and like every time I came to a treasure chest, she would take all of the treasure and not give it to not give it to me. She would keep it for herself. And like the only way to fix that is to take her to town and like I have to figure out whether it's like drinking at the bar or praying at the church that's going to like help her out with that
1: or going to the brothel
0: or going to the brothel or any of this other stuff. And while she's doing that, I can recruit more heroes and I can level them up and give them different gear. And they all have different abilities and classes. And some of them kind of come pre-made with, with these faults. Like some of them are like, you know, scared of God was the one that I saw. And I was like, okay, so that's okay. That's, (laughs) I don't know when that's going to come up, but sure. That could be, that could be a bad thing. Um, there's also like this layer of base building, not really base building, but like leveling up, Um, you know, you have a, a, yeah, you have a town and you can level up the various aspects of it that gives you, you know, equipment upgrades and, you know, heals your players or heals your heroes and all this other stuff, but really, really pretty looking game. The UI is, is a little finicky. I think it's going to take me a little bit to get used to, but there's a lot of stuff in there that it's just, it's just a complicated game. And it was originally on P- PC, which I think would probably play a lot yeah. better on PC, but once I kind of figured out my rhythm and stuff, like I started getting it pretty quick. So, highly, highly recommended. I am looking forward to digging way, way deep into this. No pun intended. That's uh, it's just really fucking good. <laughs> like I can't wait. I don't know why I'm recording this podcast right now. All I want to do is play this game.
2: So I got a few questions for you. Shoot. First, um, you said that your character wouldn't give you you the treasure. Mm-hmm. Are you are you like a dungeon master? Character? Are you playing? You're controlling them. You're not actually. You don't have a character represented on the screen. Like well, you're you're controlling
0: people. the heroes, but you're not actually any one of the heroes. I don't think you're a player character in the game. Like you're okay. just trying. So you're, to get you're the manager heroes. Yeah. Um. And like, so like the party yeah. collects loot, and that's where your loot is. But like a couple, like this chick just was like, "Oh, I'll take that," and just like took it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so more could, or less, like she would just keep it for herself, so you couldn't use that gold or whatever to, to benefit like benefit the party. Benefit the party. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't, I don't know. I haven't played long enough to realize if like, once i fix her, does she, will she give that stuff back or is it just gone forever? I don't, I don't know any of that stuff, but it looks like this going to get real, real deep into the, like, I don't know, man. Like, it seems like you can do all kinds of stuff. Like at one point, um, one of my dudes got really scared and then all of a sudden he was like, but I fended it off. And like, he had like, <laughs> now all of a sudden he had like an, a stat <laughs> bonus because like he was super cool. Like, that's really, really great. Like the, all that kind of stuff happens in the game and like there's a message that pops up when you start playing the game that's basically the most depressing thing i've ever heard in my life which is like hey this is a really hard game your characters are going to die they're going to get drunk and they're going to die like mistakes happen we save all the time so you can't take any of those mistakes back like just keep playing and i'm like holy shit (laughs) like chill out i just started (laughs) so yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm looking forward to playing it it looks really really fun
2: more questions uh (laughs) Because I've I've seen this game for a while and I've been intrigued by it, especially that the way the characters are and there's a lot of um, depth to how they play and and how your party is structured. So mm-hmm. it seems very Dungeons and Dragonsy. Or um, how, how I don't understand. I haven't managed to understand how the movement works. Like how are you moving through this dungeon? Are, is it
3: okay?
0: So is it just uh, encounter based? So there's there's rooms, right? So picture a grid, like a three by three nine squares on a grid, right? And then each room, which is each point on that grid, is connected by a hallway. Okay? So you start at the bottom left hand of that grid in that room. And then you want to walk to the grid that's above you. So you press the right stick up. And then you enter in on the screen. There's a map at the bottom that shows you your grid. But at the on your screen, like you enter into a hallway. And then you're walking left to right to go up to this second room. In that hallway, you can encounter traps. You can encounter monsters. You can see a treasure chest. What have you. And then once you get to that room, once you get to the end of that hallway, rather, you go through the door, then you're in that room, and you can make a decision on which direction
2: you want to go. Does that make sense? Yes and no. Like, it seems to be very... I've just never been able to imagine how it moves and plays. Like, everything I've seen just seems to be set, like, it's just combat or menus. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm going through pictures now.
0: Yeah, the main screen of the game is, you know there's a, a hallway like it's your 2d characters and you have, f- yeah. you know, four in your party. So they're all on the left-hand side, like lined up. And actually what's really interesting that I didn't mention is that the spacing of your character, like the lineup actually really is really important because if you yeah, kill an like enemy,
1: say again, it's like dungeons and dragons, marching order matters. Sure.
0: Like I don't, yes. my experience with dungeons and dragons was, uh, <laughs> failing. One to episode of a a podcast. So yeah, <laughs> that was, that was what I did. Um, but so when enemies die, they can leave a corpse, and like your melee guys have to get rid of the corpse before they can attack the next enemy in line. So there's there's some interesting stuff there. But anyway, um, when you go into a hallway from a room, like you're literally like the, you're using the left stick, and your party is walking from left to right and encountering stuff along the way, whether that's an enemy or a treasure chest or what have you. And then you get to the end of that hallway and you press X and you go into another 2D room. But from there, you can choose which direction that you want to go. Okay. It sounds weird. In practice, it, it, it works very well. Like, I, I was confused at first, and then they give you a little time to, like, work everything out to, like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. And, like, yeah. it, like I said, the controls are, and the UI is a little overwhelming at first. Like, there's shit all over the screen that seems boring. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very good screen. Um,
2: yeah. it, it almost sounds like a board game, like Hero Quest, or from what I understand, Dun- Dungeon Saga, um, mm. a newer game. That's what yeah. it feels like. It's like a 2D board game. But a different 2D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you can you can honestly kind of think of it as it's just kind of like old Dungeons and Dragons modules, but like yeah. in video game form.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, cool. I've been definitely intrigued, that's why I was asking the questions because I just wanted to, for me, and also for the listeners who don't haven't seen the game.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, think. anyone who hasn't played this game like should absolutely go pick it up like immediately. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like I, it's I think it's on sale. Like it's
0: twenty five dollars normally, and I think it's on twenty for the first week or it's 24 PSN or PS Plus members or whatever uh but yeah like it's just it's just really good i don't know how to explain it like it's if you like like that tactical combat like that you know turn-based tactical Anything can happen. Like my party could all wipe at any moment. Kind of combat. Like that's it's it's definitely that. I can see this game getting really really hard. I can see it being really really frustrating. I haven't dug into the menus to see if there's any kind of like difficulty sliders or options are in there for you, but yeah, I can see it being pretty difficult by the end.
2: So, is there an in-game or is it a, a continual? Like do, do you progress to an end or can you just fail and have to start again? Is that how it works?
0: Um I haven't failed yet, so uh, it's all quest based. So I don't know. I would imagine that if I failed in my quest, like if my entire party wiped, then I would go back and I would I could recruit a new party and then start over again. Okay, yeah, so I, think I think they're and I'm guessing
1: like an like, end of a story, but I've never gotten close to it, so yeah. And, I, and I'm guessing that, like, as I level up my town and everything, like it
0: gets easier to outfit new heroes with better and better gear to be able to ha- handle the higher level quests and things like that. Or maybe as I'm upgrading stuff, I will just have, like, instead of recruiting level three heroes, I'm recruiting level 10 heroes or something like that. I haven't, I haven't gotten that Love far you. in, so I don't know. Ask so me in two weeks' time die. on Dark Insight number 32, and I will let you
3: know.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Um, I just I, I was looking at the Darkest Dungeon Steam page and le- reading the reviews. And uh, I'm just gonna read this review uh, to to everybody, so we can so they can understand how great this game is. <clears throat> A pig barfed on me and gave me syphilis. Ten out of ten, just for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, yeah. Uh,
0: man, the the flavor text on this game, like the writing around it, and I mentioned like the narration and everything like that. Like it's it's very good. Like the art style is way better than I even thought it was. Like you could see seeing a screenshot of it like it's kind of overwhelming because there's a lot of menus but seeing it all in motion and seeing like the how well the characters are animated and when you do an attack like your dude like there's like a dynamic like shot of him like hitting a undead zombie or whatever like it just knocking him out like it's really really cool like the, the whole package is just very well presented i can't i can't speak enough sugar about darkest dungeon so far
1: yeah, and noted cool lady Catherine, aka at humanity upgrade on Twitter. Her avatar is the Plague Doctor, so you know it's gotta be cool. She's talking, oh, she likes
0: it. That's where her icon is. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. That makes a lot more sense now. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Any more games that we want to talk about before we move into listener responses?
1: I think I'm good. I don't I don't need really need to talk about the Pokemon trading card game. So <laughs> now is your chance. if um, you want to talk about the Pokemon trading card game? I just I, I bought a cartridge of the uh, the second Pokemon trading card game, which only came out in Japan, and there was a uh, a translation patch, and some guy on Etsy was selling cartridges of it. So I oh. bought a cartridge of it. I have barely played any of it, but it's basically the same game still. Cool. Good
0: to know. I've not that played could, a single Pokemon still... game in my life, so I'm I'm still not still either. Pokemon virgin. So. <laughs>
2: Well, I've played the not not the card games. The um the So while we we're talking about card games, Hearthstone, the Cthulhu expansion is crap. I hate that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the base game's good, but I just do not like the Cthulhu. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: ready for new stuff in Hearthstone. I've barely played it lately.
2: Um Yeah. But that's enough. Listen to the feedback. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, so let's 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 talk about the
0: let's talk well, about let's the, take a, the Let's take a, a quick podcast. break. Um, and then we'll be right back with listener feedback. Much. We really appreciate it when all of our listeners write into us and, you know, just ask us random questions. You can always DM us on Twitter. We also have a Facebook account that you can hit uh, called facebook.com slash darkinsightpodcast, maybe. Um, Twitter is obviously the easy way to get us, and we all have a handful of emails. It's Jeremy, Vader, uh, Odin, and Cliff at darkinsight.net. Vader, why don't you get us started?
2: Yes. Uh, Eric... So I want to help me with that name.
0: <laughs> Plaisance, I believe.
2: Playzance. Playzance. Yeah. Uh, at EB <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak. Uh, tell me about all of your pet names, species, habits, etc.
1: Oh, yeah. There should have been a period right there. So, I'm pretty sure that his. this is just him trying to get us to talk about how cute his dog is. That's all this is. He wants us to talk about <laughs> Jax on, online. Have
0: you ever seen it, Eric's dog? before vader
2: uh, i'm not i'm not uh aware of eric okay um he's yeah, he follows us on twitter across. let me
0: see if i can um just oh, go to his uh go to i'm his, just his trying Twitter's to find a facebook page, page. yeah because it uh his background is his dog and his dog Jax is an amazing looking dog
1: here i'm posting it in the uh in the chat
2: chat thank you um so yeah what about our so okay, you- that makes more sense. I thought he was asking our pet names. Like, what's our pet names? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He <laughs> like, like wants daddy. to know about our pets.
0: Yeah, their names, their species, and all that stuff.
2: I thought it was really weird.
0: <laughs> that was my fault. I think I, I think like, I backspaced over a period somewhere. Sorry, Eric.
2: Um, And I uh, I was wondering why he wanted to know my habits and <laughs> what species I am. What species am are children. you, Vader?
0: Let's get into yeah, but, it. Or,
2: what's, but what's your I'm, fursona, Vader? I'm, I'm Orc. I'm Orc. <laughs> So do um, you have any tips? Did the picture appear? I haven't seen the picture yet. Oh, wait, oh I po-
1: I posted it in the chat. In the uh, the general channel.
2: Ah, and Discord. Discord.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, so we... have...
0: sorry. Oh I forgot he actually has his own Facebook page, doesn't
1: he? <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a pretty dog.
1: Yeah, it's a very good looking dog.
2: He's he's a cutie. What what breed is that? I don't it's want a to a say mini Aussie. On... Yeah. Okay. And he had a, a wooden replica of the dog made. Nice. I said, I'll come to New Zealand and I'll make you a cake of your dog. <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a pretty um, promising offer. You should take him up on that, Eric. I was about to say,
0: like, you know, if you're trying to get him, you know, he's, that'd be a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, the not only seems... do you get to go to
1: New Zealand,
2: you get a cake. I'm not paying for him to come to New Zealand. <laughs> 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 the dog's more famous than I am. Uh, yeah, it's a nice dog. I don't. I only have a bunny rabbit. I don't you really have, have a any bunny pets. rabbit. Yeah. Is it a hog bunny rabbit? <laughs> no, a hog bunny? <laughs> no. Um, it's What's a it giant mean? ginger bunny. It's bigger than most cats. It's huge. Okay. Um, and it's called Sherbet. That's my pet.
1: All right.
2: I've so got kids. Like I have time bed. for <laughs> don't have Time for pets I got kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, my, my roommate has a cat that, uh, his name is Bast and he's kind of an asshole. Uh, but I don't, I don't have any pets, uh, since, since my cat passed away a few years ago, I haven't gotten I, a new one. Bummer. I didn't realize that, Brian. Sorry about that. Yeah, it, was, it was like four years ago. It's all right. Oh, okay. I'm over it at this point. You but if you look the, at my Facebook page, uh, the, one uh, of, pet Cemetery, one of my friends drew, I did try to pet cemetery didn't work. Uh, one of my friends drew a picture of my cat for my birthday a few years like, ago. Very
2: cool. Um, Jeremy, I you've got like thirteen dogs. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: I think most people yeah. know from listening to my podcast
2: that I <laughs> occasionally uh,
0: invade them. Yeah, two two loud Basset Hounds that like to stomp around and shake their collar a lot. Uh, two Bassets. <laughs> one is named Avon Barksdale from based on the Wire. Uh, the other one is named Maybe because she literally. Like our neighbor knocked on our door and said, uh, your dog's loose. And I was like, my dog is sitting right next to me on the couch. And she goes, well, this dog looks <laughs> a lot like your dog. So it was just a random basset hound that we think somebody ditched in our, in our neighborhood. So I was, she, she kind of hung out in the house. And then I went to new Orleans for a work trip. And my wife called me and said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give her a flea bath and treat her and do all this other stuff, take her to the vet and all this. And she says, Man, "And then maybe we can keep her. So that's, she got the name. Maybe. So she's okay. A career. Good. And maybe he's delightful and Avon is an absolute asshole. So those are my- <laughs> uh, I should have na- never named him after, you know, a character that just wants to protect those towers. Cause that's, he is just a, like, I will, he'll lay, he'll be laying on the couch and I'll come up and I'll be like, get off the couch. And he'll be like, like an old man. Like it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> it's like, dude, I own you. I I
2: feed you. I provide you shelter. <laughs> you get off my couch. Right. You yeah, don't so provide so. in this household. Yeah. This sounds like you're his servant. You're not his master. You you provide him with all his needs. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I feel very much like a like a servant sometimes, Vader. I'm not gonna lie. Um, we also have a cat named Julius, and my wife has two horses. Uh, one is Simon, and the other one is Beasley. Simon is uh, like 14 or 15, maybe 16, okay. and Beasley she oh, is old. is brand new. She's barely even one years old. So.
1: Is Beasley named after Pam Beasley? No, Um,
0: so there's this weird thing in the horse world, and I'm probably going to get this wrong. But she doesn't listen to this (laughs) podcast, that's fine. Autumn, Um, come join the podcast. Yeah, luckily she's she's out of that. She's out. um, There's this weird thing in the horse world where uh, you have to name the children of a particular breed of horse a name that starts with the same letter okay um, so like if you like seattle slew is kind of a famous horse for winning the kentucky derby so like yeah. there there's a like he has a like a, a whole message kids with that have s names okay and so they, they do stuff like that so th- one of the parents was a famous or both of the parents are famous but one of them has a b name so uh my wife that i love very much literally had a document on her phone with probably 300 like possible B names that she would just slowly, but surely eliminated before she finally decided on Beasley. <laughs> so it's crazy. Uh, but so Beasley is the new horse and she's absolutely gorgeous. I'll try to remember, to put some pictures on Twitter at some point, but yeah. All right. I've
2: seen some yeah. very pretty horse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you've seen, if you're friends with me on Facebook, they probably popped up a couple of times.
1: Yeah. I've, I've seen some horses.
0: Yeah. And I will take us into Chris D at RazorSaw95 on Twitter. Um, I actually, when I asked asked people for questions, I didn't really give a particular topic. I just said we'd be talking about Destiny a lot. So these are kind of (laughs) Destiny-focused. Despite (laughs) not really being meant for that, but uh, it doesn't matter. Um... Chris says, "I'm actually a big fan of the newest Destiny expansion. I've liked all of the expansions so far, and even liked the vanilla game at launch. For me, a new expansion just means more weapons, armor, and stat bars that I can grind and make bigger. There's a grinder joke in there for Vader, but I'm just too lazy to come up with it. Thank you, Chris. Saves <laughs> me on my Vader, my grinder Vader jokes. <laughs> Plus, there's we puppers in didn't. the hub. Uh, fucking wolfy puppers, no less." In all seriousness, though, the expansion story, though short, is really interesting and the fight at the end was super cool in concept. Uh, spoilers, I'm not going to say that. If not executed well, I died so many times on random explosions, both fighting and running afterwards. So yeah. The ending, the end battle is is very cool. Like, that's that was a lot of fun. No thoughts? Everyone's good? No, I haven't done it yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't done it yet major opinions just yet oh okay cool well, I've, we'll, I've i've played cool. I've, I've played the expansion i just haven't finished it yet fair enough if you want to take us to our next question uh yeah sure um this is from uh <laughs> <laughs> from brigadier butt munch uh, who i'm pretty sure is actually josh crow uh <laughs> at morbid beard on twitter <laughs> i really just
0: wanted to hear you say brigadier butt munch like i got these out That's of order good. a little bit specifically so you could say brigadier butt
1: munch <laughs> uh he says, I have completely done a 180 on my feelings regarding Destiny. It's seriously good fun. Any games had this effect on you? And I will say that uh, Destiny a little bit, because the beginning of Destiny is really bad. And then, like we talked about earlier, you get to Taken King, and it's just immediately great.
0: Um, For me... And this is probably an easy one, but it'd probably have to be Demon Souls. Like, oh yeah,
1: I, I was I, I was trying to avoid that one. Oh okay. Well, I'll take I'll take
0: the low hanging fruit. It's my favorite. Take, my favorite kind of fruit is low hanging. So, um, yeah, like I, I played that game for forty five minutes, put it down, and then later, like eventually, after getting obsessed with Dark Souls for months and months, came back to it and absolutely loved it.
2: Vader? Um, me, uh, not a one eighty, but maybe a ninety degree. Uh, Overwatch. Okay, that's the first yeah. thing that comes to mind. Um, I picked it up because I've been, I yeah, I wasn't a fan of the style originally, which was well documented on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but I picked it up just so I could I put my money where my mouth was, and yeah, it, it's fun. I do, I do admit it's fun to play, and that's I did say it all along. I knew it would be fun to play. You know, it it's a well, it's a well-polished game, but still, it's still not. I don't, I don't. It's, I'm not going to play it constantly uh i'll play it from time to time Fair. so it's why well, it's not a full 180 it's like a 90 degree turn
1: yeah i kind of fell off that game like i was having a lot of fun playing it for a while but i don't know i don't know what happened i just kind of stopped playing it and haven't really started again since
0: yeah i think yeah um, i find it too if i didn't the only time i really want to play that game is it's very similar to destiny as if i have like at least one person on the mic with me playing that game and
1: yeah that might be part of it for me yeah. uh honestly. and i
0: there there was for a little bit there was a group on the Duckfeed slack that was playing it pretty regularly and i got several people playing with me but then everyone kind of drifted to destiny or elsewhere so
2: yeah well see i've only ever played with uh steven and so i i think i would be really fun i'd really enjoy like a dark insight team that we put together i think that'd be a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh and i find it too you know, up and down like it's doesn't feel like I have that much control over what's going on when you're when you're solo. It's like sometimes it's great, and other times it's just the worst, like just getting destroyed. And you're like, "I, yeah." And so I find it too up and down to be a 182. Hmm. I'll give it a 90.
0: A 90 out of 180 <laughs> is what we're giving it. <laughs> you want to take the next question?
2: Back to me. Back to me. Just watched Sunshine recently, and this, I feel like it film... Feel- <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> uh Steven. Stephen Veyu, Veyu Jeremy. S- I do
1: not understand how to pronounce his last name, by the way.
0: <laughs> I keep wanting to pronounce the L and go Valoo instead of like, that sounds like he's like the bear from uh I, the jungle book. That's which is terrible. Jeremy,
1: I thought you were a Cajun.
0: I not a very good one apparently.
1: <laughs> Clearly not.
0: Sorry, Vader, please continue. Well,
2: if we stood a Japanese, it would be uh Bayu. <laughs> So almost blue. <laughs> um, <laughs> just watched Sunshine recently, and I feel like that film is criminally underrated. Do you guys have any films or games or even bands that you feel the same way about?
1: Hmm. Well, I've never uh... seen Sunshine, so I can't. Is that is that the one where they have to save the sun from going out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've I've read some Amazon reviews of it that are pretty good. Um, yeah, the one
0: the one daylight excuse me, the one review I've I've read about it is like nobody in the movie ever says it's it's daylight savings time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like how could you go like an hour and a half, two hours and not say that about your movie about saving the sun? Uh, oh, it's miserable. Um the that Sunshine is really, really good. Like it gets it's it's a fun one. Like it's up there with my with some of my fun sci fi movies that I like to watch. Uh never
2: heard of it
0: um i'm trying to think of anything underrated that i like i really dig like i'm such a i'm i'm i am such ai am i am do not know like i, I kind of like everything that's popular so. <laughs> you're so fucking mainstream jeremy i'm so fucking mainstream i'm such a poser <laughs>
2: uh, oh one movie that comes to mind that's one of my kind of um i guess like uh you know that me and my wife like uh that didn't do too well is stardust it's like a cheesy romantic uh, adventure kind of movie, and it came out and it just didn't do well. But it's just so fun; like it's just a really fun movie.
0: Vader, um, can I can I tell you a secret? What? <laughs> I fucking love Stardust. That is, oh, one yeah. of my, that is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love it so much. Claire Danes, um, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's Claire great Danes is amazing. I had a huge crush on Claire Danes from like way back. It's it's calmed down a little bit since the Homeland days, which everyone's thankful for. But man, that movie is so good.
2: It is good. Um have, have it, you seen
0: have you seen Stardust,
1: can, Brian? I have
0: not. Dude, it's it's got It's, uh, oh, so it's a
2: modern Princess Bride. Like okay, to, in okay. my opinion. Yeah, apparently in I've my got opinion.
1: some movies to watch.
0: Yeah, it's so uh, it's based on a Neil Gaiman script. And it's Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and it's um I mean ever like everybody is in it. I'm trying to remember who plays the pirate, the the uh pirate that keeps getting dressed up in Robert De Niro, yeah, he keeps getting dressed All up right, in like so women's good. clothing. <laughs> it's just I mean it's just a delightful Don't spoil that. <laughs> <laughs and the it's three witches. Um, oh, man, it's just so good. It's it's really good.
2: Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, she's the witch. Michelle I'm Pfeiffer
0: saying. is one of the main witches. And then I'm trying to remember right. the, the guy is uh, like the main love interest, dude, is somebody famous now. Like, he's a big uh,
2: Daredevil. Dude.
0: He's Daredevil, exactly. Thank you. He's the guy that plays
2: Daredevil. The oh, recent yeah. Daredevil it's not Ben Affleck it's <laughs> yeah not, not Ben Affleck the new, good,
1: the new good Daredevil
2: yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's just it's got it's got fighting it's got like a love story it's got action it's got magic um, it's got everything in it it's it's just so much it's just a good fun movie the only thing I could put it down to why it didn't take off was because it came out at the same time as I think it was Golden, Golden Compass which everyone was focused on seeing because of the books which mm-hmm. ended up being a flop but people no one liked it like people i no don't know wasn't that good but everyone was excited and hyped for it because it, it was based on a book where stardust kind of was just ignored um, but it's a great movie i'm glad you like it too jeremy i was like waiting for you to say that you hated it <laughs>
0: <laughs> no man that's one of my uh that's one of my movies that like if i see it on anywhere i will stop and like watch the whole thing immediately yeah, like, same. It's, it's, same. it's so good like it's so much fun to watch and Brian, there's a bit in it where there's these uh, brothers who all have to inherit a kingdom, and it's whoever <laughs> is the last one is alive. And every time one of them oh. dies, they come back as a ghost to haunt the other brothers. <laughs> okay, and that's so by, good. So by the end of it, like there's only one brother left, and there's like seven ghosts, and there's basically like a uh, like it's like, it's like a peanut gallery. Every time this dude does something, like he's just like getting he's made fun of by all of his dead ghost <laughs> brothers.
2: It's really really good. That's, that's it. It's got everything that movie. It's got everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess I guess this movie for me would probably be Scott Pilgrim. Like I, was... I really love that movie like a lot and I understand the reasons why it's why it didn't do so well. And I don't think it's necessarily even an underrated movie. I think it's probably in the popular sphere, like rated about where it should be, but I love that movie. Hey hey Brian, can I tell you a secret? Do you also <laughs> love Scott Pilgrim? I you hate love that Scott movie. Pilgrim it's so good <laughs> i listen to I'm the like soundtrack
0: fitting. all the time like it's on my yeah, spotify it's, it's
1: the a- soundtrack is out of this world good yeah, it's so but good. like i mean so i i came to scott pilgrim having read the comics so i don't know mm-hmm. that most people necessarily did that and so they came into this movie and like just had no fucking clue what was going on but i just i i, I will put that movie on literally any day of the week for a long that one, time, man. that was my uh, yeah. "I'm I'm too drunk to go to sleep" movie. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I got to sit here and be awake for a little while, so I guess I'm just gonna watch Scott Pilgrim again. Yeah,
2: uh, bread makes you fat.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Vader. Oh, okay.
2: What'd you say? I don't think I've actually seen it. I think I started to watch the start of it once, but never actually. So I think I've seen the first intro scene, but never actually seen the rest of it. It's and good. It's, why.
0: it's very lighthearted and it's, you know, it's, it's goofy and it's dumb and it's got like, it's got a lot of video gamey stuff that is pro- are probably cliched now, but like about the time yeah. the comic book was written, like it wasn't really like nerd culture, culture wasn't really where it was, where it is today. So like, you know, Just making a, a Zelda it. music reference, it, it wasn't, wasn't quite the, the same thing, but like, there's some real goofy stuff and it's got some real good heart in it like the movie just has a lot and it's of got some great actors in it too like
1: oh man talk about a movie that has like a bunch of people in
0: it captain america plays a uh like a, an asshole <laughs> skateboard actor guy and he, he is fantastic it's so good
2: on, is it actually captain america or is it the actor it's chris Evans, the actor yes yeah, <laughs> okay <He's>, good yeah. <laughs> i don't know if you know this
1: but captain america not
2: a real guy <laughs>
1: yeah right uh also also that movie came out in 2010 so i was 22 years old when that movie came out and i was a dirty fucking hipster so you know pretty perfect for me at the time yeah it it probably hit the sweet spot yeah
0: (laughs) um i'm gonna pick both of those movies that these guys said so i don't have to come up with my own original content so that's my (laughs) those are my underrated movies (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna take us into uh cliff goldsmith who Who's some that of you guy? might remember as the original member of this podcast we haven't seen him I don't, in years. I don't know who he is we're not sure where he's at he might be in poland somewhere we're not quite
3: sure
1: <laughs> love you cliff um he uh, said i can i can confirm uh that he is already half cut at this wedding wall
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he started half cut at the wedding <laughs>
0: He, well, um, he was looking
2: sharp in his suit earlier when I saw a picture of him in his suit. He's looking yes, very sharp.
0: Yeah, yeah. He posted a picture on, on Twitter of him in his a, in a suit. And yeah. A lot of our Twitter dudes have been wearing some suits lately. I saw uh, Chris from the Chomp Shame podcast was all you know suited up. The, not yeah, only, Just Joe's a few winning. weeks ago, Josh Crow had a suit on.
2: Everyone's getting married.
0: Yeah. True. Anyway, Cliff says... <clears throat> Destiny expansion is totally rad. Really enjoying my time with it and can't wait to play more. The only thing I'm really disappointed with is the ornaments. You only get one box a week with the chance at a random one. And then if you want them, you have to buy the boxes with real money. And you are not guaranteed the one you want, which is super gross. Especially the Iron Lord gear, which is awesome. But I really want the ornaments to make them look better. Fucked if I'm paying for that shit. There is just nowhere near enough chance to earn it in a game in a game earn it in game mm-hmm. a low percent chance once per week fuck me Bungie, that is a blatant money grab and it makes me sick <laughs> microtransactions are super fucking gross so so to answer what's your question from earlier on you... how
1: i don't know how cut he was this <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna guess three-fourths cut <laughs> i don't um i don't really know what any of this stuff is like i haven't gotten far enough into any of this stuff to know like how gross it is we talked a lot last week when uh Kyle, aka Lurker Zero, was was on the podcast about you know his disillusionment with all of the you know in app purchases and Halo and things like that. And I think we covered a lot of that ground, but yeah, like any time that you're asked to pay real money for like a chance to win something, I'm it's gambling. Like that's all it is. It's like you're playing right, yeah. blackjack in video game format, and that's really shitty. So,
2: especially a game that I, people is paid three times over for it. Like it's people spent three games worth of money on this game sure. already. Yeah, like it's ridiculous to have micro transactions to grab more money like i think it is but but dumb
1: and i totally get that but also i play magic so i can't judge (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's yeah at least you get something physical out of that right that's that's, true yeah
0: at least you at least you have something you can relax cards. yeah
1: yeah brian i don't know oh am i am i reading this next one i mean you can try okay um (laughs) It's it's from random Japanese characters, Parentheses Thomas, uh, at, uh, God, I can't remember how he pronounced this. Din Letify? Uh Don ledefi I think is what he Don said. Don ledefi mm-hmm. Okay, so I was pretty close. Um, he says, PSVR is approaching. Where would you like it to be in a year's time? And uh, I, I think we covered this a little bit earlier. I would like it to be in a place where there are video games that I want to play for it. Because right now there aren't. <laughs>
0: that's a good answer. I think Vader said it best, like more fleshed out games. Like yeah, everything that I've seen from the Sony VR stuff is like it's demos and look at this. And isn't this interesting. And like, I know they're doing drive club VR and things like that. I know they've going to, they're going to have video games for this thing, but, um, I want to see more fleshed out games. I want to see more support and I want to see a slimmed down unit. Like that thing just still looks listening to, uh, Austin Walker and Patrick Klepek's new podcast, vice gaming. They, uh, Austin said that when he demos the when he demoed the the VR like it's the best feeling headset on the market like he 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 likened it to like what it must feel like to get in the Iron Man suit where like it's yeah, the, yeah. it's got like clicks <laughs> and things and like you can adjust stuff to tighten it and he said it was just the best feeling thing in the world but it still looks really really dumb like it's still a giant thing hanging off your head I, I'd like to see that slim down some
2: yeah it's fair enough um i've heard the drive club game is fantastic in vr like it's almost like it was made for that like it just looks amazing the detail in the car is like just very real but yeah
0: hmm. and our last question vader
2: that's me uh the lawyer hunter <laughs> so are you a lawyer that hunts or are you a hunter that hunts lawyers
1: yeah i've, I've had some questions about this since he changed his name to this actually
0: <laughs> yeah uh sean get back to us let us let us yeah. know are you hunting lawyers or what What, what are you doing here what, what's your name
1: yeah, is it lawyer slash hunter or lawyer dash hunter <laughs>
3: yeah
0: we, we need we need to know more details on the law and how you hunt it
2: yes uh, but that's not his question that's ours as someone out of the loop all I know about it is that there is a lot of people excited about walking up a hill <laughs> and I believe this is in response to the Destiny comment yes. tweet you sent mm-hmm. out
1: yeah that's what it sounds like <laughs>
2: um, and I don't know anything about the hill I haven't even touched anything that Rise of Iron so the yeah. most I learned about the hill to climb was from today on this podcast <laughs>
0: Imagine like it's a it's destiny jumping. Right? Imagine if you will. Yes, imagine if you will. <laughs> take a, take a journey <laughs> with me. Um, Close your eyes. It's a it's like the first part of this little series of things that you have to do is pretty easy, but then you get to a point where like you're jumping and destiny's jumping physics are really fucking weird. So if you if you jump while you're pressing forward on the L stick, there's a chance that you'll bounce off the thing that you're trying to jump over. And you'll fall all the way to the down to the mountain, to the beginning of the thing. And it's the worst thing in the world. Like, it just, I, I think I've already ranted about this enough. I probably don't need to take up any more time with it. But since the lawyer hunter brought it up, I felt like I could go again. <laughs> it really sucks. It's horrible. It just doesn't feel great. Like, it's its not good jumping. I don't know. If they were going to do that, I wish they let you double jump so you could kind of correct in midair. Like, that would be a lot more fun. But they don't let you double jump in the social areas. So Yeah, I was like, because it's in the social oh, areas. it's even so. worse. Yep.
2: <laughs> The only time Jeremy likes Destiny platforming is when I'm doing it, and he can sit and watch.
0: Absolutely, absolutely true. And if you sit there in the social hub and you just kind of stand there and watch people try to do it, like everybody else in this game, it's actually pretty fun. Like that's some good people watching. Like that's that's going to the mall and like watching people get to, go to Chick fil A or something. Like that's entertaining. Trying to do it yourself is garbo though. Don't do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I jumping back into Destiny after it's been like almost two years since I originally played. And playing games like um, Titanfall um, and other first-person shooters, where like Deus Ex, where you jump at a ledge and your character will grab it and pull himself up, like Destiny really needs that. It's it seems so outdated. The 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 not being able to climb up ledges and bounce and like when you boost into a ledge and bounce off and you go like further back than you did for yep. when you came from. Like it just makes no sense. Um, a rubber Agreed. suit on.
0: Doom does that really, really well. Like I the first time I'd like yes, jumped Doom. at a ledge and Doom and like you just grabbed it and hopped right back on. I was like, Yep, that's why doesn't every game do this? That was fantastic.
2: <laughs> well yeah, a lot more first person shooters are doing it. Like I, I think even Battlefield One was does it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um it will like vault over ledges mm-hmm. climb through windows and stuff. And just yeah, Destiny needs that. <laughs> Destiny too. Yeah,
0: you gotta pay sixty dollars for the ledge grab. That's an app purchase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's our last reader response, reader response, listener response. Um, any th- you guys can have any- readers? It's okay. Sure, you yeah, guys have could- a website. Somebody's transcribing this w- this podcast, right? Like Vader, you're doing all that. I mean, work, you have right? a website. Yeah, yeah.
1: People read things
0: there. Sure. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts before we 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 wrap this dude up?
1: uh i i think that we just just should just end this episode the way that every podcast episode is ended by telling jeremy that he's the worst sure
0: yep (laughs) really (laughs) really glad that i was the one that reached out to have you on this podcast i'm really good job not regretting that decision decision yeah awesome (laughs)
1: um
0: as a bit of house cleaning, I just want to say thank you to everybody out there that's been retweeting our podcast episodes and kind of supporting us. Like the Twin Humanity guys have always been great. Uh, We're Not Wizards, Richard over there has been great. All of the standard people on our Twitter feed, like Ali Sleek, Josh Crow, Shinobi of the Cosmos. I'm probably forgetting like 23 of you, and I'm sorry. I love you all, I promise. Uh, but thank you very much. Like doing this stuff is a whole lot of fun, and you guys make it even funner. Uh, Brian. Yes, we'll th- find. Thank you for guesting on this podcast and pretending to be Cliff for about five seconds. That was the most joyous five seconds of my life. <laughs> that was great.
1: Thank you for inviting me. It was a lot of fun. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I am on Twitter at Wade, Brian R. And that's kind of it. You can go there and you can look at my dumb tweets. If you, uh, if you liked the interaction of between me and Brian,
0: there's a podcast out there where Brian shepherded me through my first D and D experience. It also features, Brayton Cameron and Gary Butterfield from the Duck Feed Network. It was uh, DM'd by Shane Kelly of the, not really a network, but he's on the Short Game Podcast. Uh, definitely go check that out. I'll drop a link in the show notes, probably. <clears throat> if you haven't already listened to it, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, had, and all
1: those dudes are way smarter and funnier than us. So Yes, absolutely. If you like us, yeah, then it's going to be yeah, really great like for them. you to listen to them. Yeah.
0: Um, I've, I've very much at some point like if Gary does another Kickstarter that's exactly what I'm going to try to aim to get him to do again so cause, yeah it was it was a blast yeah absolutely I want to do that again Vader can you tell us about all your grinder experiences this week
2: <laughs> uh, just in Destiny uh, trying to get better weapons
0: just grinding in Destiny I to, okay I can understand that yeah. hashtag grinding <laughs> where, uh, where can people find you on the internet
2: uh, Vader Van Oden uh yeah, on Twitter, YouTube. Let's raise you hang out.
0: Cool. I've been Jeremy Greer. You can find me at JG Greer on Twitter. This podcast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr. Search Dark Insight or Dark Insight Podcast on any of those places, or go to our website, darkinsight.net for all of the links there. Um, we really, really appreciate everyone listening, and we hope you come back for the next episode. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye.
3: Bye. Say goodbye.
1: All right, well, I'm back. I am too. Perfect. So might
2: never win anyway.
1: Oh, well, welcome back anyway. <laughs>
0: <Thanks>. <laughs> Vader just hold it over hold it over that he has a 40 ounce cup
1: to our 16 ounce apparently.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, mine's like thirty ounces. I just drink a lot of
2: water. I'm a thirsty we use, boy. We use uh, millimetre, milliliters, not this weird <laughs> ounces. Oh my god! That Do not weight and a white look, liquid.
0: Look, I am tired of this anti-American <laughs> propaganda on this podcast.
1: <laughs> Milliliters—that's not even a real word, Vader. Don't you can't you can't fool me. That's all right, Jeremy. We're just gonna make America great again. <laughs> oh God! by I'm so scared that he's going to win this all, all of the I'm so New Zealanders scared.